is AEW successful? Why is Tony Khan running his promotion better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are running Monday night and Friday night? Long-term booking. going on guys thank you so very much for joining me right here on off the script this is your aew dynamite post show for august 31st 2022 i am your host jd from new york as always coming to you live from the ots beer garden thank you guys so very much for joining me on your wednesday evenings wherever you may be uh jesse bro i know we're talking about cold beverages in the beginning man every show cold beverage is that a a glass of baron corbin's tears i see over there oh i'm sorry man it must be me that's drinking baron corbin's tears the fuck are you drinking man very wise Oh, all right, all right. This guy's drinking a Barry Weissen. Okay, okay. There you go, man. Listen, man, Barry Corbin's tears are a little bit more refreshing. I got to admit. Bro, bro, why is Baron Corbin sitting in Gorilla watching the women's tag match with his hand in his pants thinking about you? I don't know, man. I'm a handsome fellow. I don't know what to tell you. He's watching his pro wrestling, and his number one concern is what you think about it. Bro, we're the number one podcast every single night, man. What can I tell you? We're fucking great at what we do. Bro, when I don't like somebody, you want to know what I don't do? I don't give a shit about them. I don't watch them. I don't talk about them. Right. There you go. Right. Just like you did with Monday Night Raw for months. That pretty much. <laughs> exactly. Great follow analogy. Je- follow, yes. Je- follow Jesse's uh, words of wisdom here. Don't watch yeah. if you don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not watching. I'm doing what they told me to do for years. You don't like it? Don't watch. Okay. Well, listen, man. You got the right, uh, you got the right uh, way of life. I think everybody should take a, a lesson from you. I'm just saying, man. I'm right, just let- saying. If, if, if he's sitting around watching wrestling... And you're the first thing that comes to his mind. There's something wrong with him, man. All right, man. He unblocked me uh, on Twitter yesterday. I tried to reach out to him, and he didn't. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I have no problem with Baron Corbin. I'm just having a little fun with it all and uh, the uh, unnecessary nonsense that was uh, yesterday. So, it is what it is, man. Listen, we are not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what a great show this was tonight. And we finally got the main event for this loaded show on Sunday night. All out, seemingly going to be eight hours long. We got uh, one hell of a show, one hell of a night coming up on Sunday. We now have a main event, Jesse. It is CM Punk versus John Moxley for the AEW Undisputed World Heavyweight Championship. My first line of questioning. Rematch. Team. Yes, we're getting a rematch. Yes, Bruce, Bruce Pritchard has uh, booked all out on Sunday. Um, my first line of questioning, Jesse, we're going to start with this right away. How do you feel this week compared to last week? Do you feel any different? Do you feel any more excited about the show? Do you feel any differently about the CM Punk situation with what happened last week in that three-minute squash in Cleveland? I'm, look, 
You're asking me two different questions. I know. Right? That's, what, I did that on purpose. What did I think about the show? Is that your first question? Yes. I thought the show I was fantastic. The show was, I thought the go-home show was fantastic, man. I thought the show was awesome. This show was fucking incredible tonight. I loved everything about this show. Flow-wise, match-wise, Tony Khan knocked it out of the park. I mean, it it it, it was. I mean, there. I mean, go-home show, you know, in a couple of days in Chicago— it was lit, man. Yeah, I like. Yeah, it. he's got this. Uh, he's got the now arena for two more nights. One for Rampage, and then obviously Sunday for All Out. He started the entire AEW week off on the absolute most perfect foot. Right. Now, what was the second question? What did I think about? How do you Mox feel about Punk? the CM Punk situation with Moxley this week compared to last week? After what we saw, and everybody, uh, the, all pretty much the entire community, uh, blew up on it. Nobody understood it. Nobody liked it. You know, I tried to uh, give you what I felt about it, which I will do in uh, just a second. But I'm going to give Jesse the floor here. How do you feel about it this week, bro? Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shake things up for you right about now. Okay. All right. So JD was right. Hold on. So you know how <laughs> I felt about last week with this with this feud, right? Yeah. So seeing what we get tonight, how do you think I feel about it now? I think you love it. I think I, you 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 can't wait to get to All Out, man. I think you're excited about the rematch. Uh, how do you really think I feel about it now? You still don't understand what the fuck Tony Khan did last Thank week. you. What the fuck was that for? I'm going to tell you exactly what it's for. I'm giving you the floor before I just own everybody here and uh, and you in the chat. So let me, good, let, me, let, me, let, let, me get, let me get it, bro. What do you got? What do you got? Lay it on me. Good, good. If you, hey, if you can break it down to, to where it makes sense to me as to why we had a chance at getting a first-time, one-time-only match at a pay-per-view in Chicago, stack the deck, to make it look like, you know, punks at home and, you know, blah, 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 all the other shit involved, man. Unify the titles, all of that shit. But now it has this stench on it from what we saw last week. And don't give me this shit about Punk turning heel in Chicago because no, it's not going to happen in Chicago. Even if he, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even if after he, that, if he after does that Cody Road influence promo, he's not going. He's not going heel in, in Chicago. Come on, bro. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I think it'd be a bad idea. But <laughs> he probably but, called but, Cody. Yeah, yo, Coach, what's going on? I need some. Uh, I need some Rhodes influence here, man. Fake tears. Yeah. I need the fucking fake retirement about to be announced. Yeah. What's going on? I, I, I don't know. It, it it looks like they're trying to do that right about now. But all this, I don't know, over home hometown hero hype going on a few days out of the main event. I don't know. But to this to this moment, after watching the show, I still fail to understand why that shit needed to happen last week between them. It just, as we stand now, no matter what they do for Sunday. It seems like we could have gotten to that point without doing what we did last week. It probably even made it better if they'd not done that last week. I got excited for last week's championship match, and they fucking pulled a four-minute squash on me. So am I supposed to be an idiot and get excited for the next one? I don't give a shit anymore. They fucked me on the last one. Why would I give a shit about this one? You done? Yeah. Why are you going to give a shit about this one? Why? I mean, the match itself, great. But then they moved it and gave it to me, and then they squashed it. But now I'm supposed to get excited for the rematch? I'm not stupid, dude. You already screwed me on the last match. Last week. All right, ready for me? Go. 
What we got last week was definitely a risk. What we got last week was Tony Khan wanting to boost the rating. He did, barely. 1.05 million people watched AEW Dynamite last week. Not going to be the same thing this week. I doubt that they break a million this week. Maybe they do. The show was great. And if you missed out, that's your loss. The whole city of Cleveland, bro, that's the story of the match. Okay? Cleveland, the foot, everything kind of played a factor into him losing on that night. Put those notes to the side. The reason why the match went three minutes is all because of John Moxley and his run and the run that he's on right now as the interim AEW champion winning the Undisputed Championship. If you go and you announce this match for Chicago at All Out and you have Moxley go in there holding an interim championship and he's going to lose in, his, in, in CM Punk's hometown after all that he did, how does it make John Moxley look? How does that make John Moxley look? How does that make John Moxley feel? You're asking John Moxley to hold an interim championship and hold the company on his back while CM Punk is out with a foot injury that should have never happened for two months. Ask him to go into Chicago, have the best run of his entire fucking career, and drop the title back to CM Punk to then go do nothing after he loses in Chicago while CM Punk is heralded as the fucking hometown hero. Not, 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 listen, not the best course of action, not the best course of business, and it's not fair for John Moxley, because he's been one of the best fucking things in all of this sport. Number well, two, no, number num, number two. Let me finish. No, 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 bro, let me let me finish. Number two. Oh, on, number back. two. I'm, I'm gonna let you keep going. Hold number on, on, two. On. Listen, 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 listen. Number two. You have to reward him. You give him the championship. I guarantee you, bro. All those internal fucking news reports that came out, the politics and all that shit. I guarantee you. It was it was real, but I don't think it was as exaggerated as it was as it was being reported. There was internal backstage politics, and I'm sure CM Punk and John Moxley they ruffled a couple of feathers with that with all that shit that came out uh, last week. John Moxley wanted an IOU, okay? So he he gave he gave Punk the option. I'll drop the title to you in in in, in Chicago, but I want to beat you in Cleveland. Now, I don't know where the three minutes came in, but it certainly definitely, most definitely worked. So, John Moxley was given a reward for all the work that he did. He beat the fucking unbeatable CM Punk. He hasn't lost the match yet. He got a world championship title reign. Now, it's a little bit more easier to swallow for him to go into Chicago and beat CM, or lose to CM Punk, rather, while CM Punk gets the world title back. Because John Moxley's always going to have that over his head. I beat you in three minutes. I beat you in the city that you can't get a fucking win in to save your life. So now when CM Punk goes into Chicago and beats John Moxley, it's not going to be as, as unfair to John Moxley. And, and it serves as a reset for CM Punk. Now we can get this babyface CM Punk that we should have gotten and the title reign that we should have gotten before he broke his foot unnecessarily. And we can continue the story of whatever's going to happen. Turn heel, MJF, so on and so forth. It's all about treating John Moxley right, bro. That's what I have deciphered out of all this. That's fucking stupid. Why is it stupid? How is anything that I said stupid, bro? It's, 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 it's exactly what happened. You're not going to have John Moxley going to Chicago as an interim champion to say, yeah, man, fuck you. I, I, I got to drop the title to CM Punk now. Goodbye. First off, your, your story is all predicated 
on CM Punk winning this weekend. So if Punk loses again to Mox, everything you just said is a big pile of shit. Well, I'm not. I, I was going to get there. This match is not as as predictable as as uh, everybody's making it out to seem or making it out to be. There is a huge likelihood that John Moxley could walk out the champion, and we yes. could get exactly what I talked about last week, which is CM Punk going heel. Either way, unpredictable. Even, this match is more unpredictable than the McIntyre Reigns match happening on Saturday. The match was unpredictable either way you booked it. First time only rematch. No, bro, it was Mox, not unpredictable the first. If it happened only once, it's not unpredictable. It's it's uh, it's not predictable. Sorry. It's not predictable because either one of these guys, Mox or Punk, could easily legitimately walk out as champion. It's not like you're getting Mox versus fucking Johnny Hungy. Any one of these guys could be world champion. So the match was not predictable in, in any way. Just because it's in Chicago does not mean you see that fucking reaction tonight. Looks like Chicago got a big whiff of the fucking news going around. I've never seen that kind of a mid reaction for CM Punk in my life. Yeah, they could have did. They could have did exactly what you're insinuating. They could have had Moxley beat Punk in a 30 minute fucking classic in Chicago. One match. And then he goes heel. They could have did that. They could have did I, that. But Tony Khan wanted to take a risk. And it looked it, the- it look it looks like it, it it paid off because that segment with Ace Steel tonight was fucking incredible. And it slapped uh, some sense into punk. You know, uh, obviously there's all, all this doubt storyline-wise about the foot. We know he's he's 100 percent ready to go. Otherwise, this shit wouldn't be happening. It's a story. People jumped the gun on it. Ace Steel slapped some sense into him. And this this CM Punk that we got tonight was a, was a little bit more rejuvenated. This was this was uh a focus CM Punk. We we've seen Oh my God! What was me CM Punk for the last two three weeks? All right, let's 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 look at it from this angle. Throughout the throughout the wrestling community, collectively, all around the board, all of the big names, all of the small names, you hear the chatter, you see the post. What has been the universal thought of Tony Khan's booking over the last few weeks? Repeat that. What I was busy. Been- I was busy blocking people who said I'm a shill in the chat. Get out. What what has been over the last few weeks across the IWC on social media and everyone's podcast here and there? What is pretty much the consensus about Tony Khan's booking over the last few weeks? Hot shot booking. Hot shot booking. It's fallen off. It's not what it used to be. These are not the kind of things you want people saying about your championship feud going into your biggest pay-per-view of the year. So if this is all a big, I got a plan, I think his plan is failing because it's not looking like something that people are enjoying. You know, I still haven't. It's not not to say that the match will suck. We're not talking about the match. We're talking about how he got here. And you just had the best in the world go out there and get squashed in four or five minutes. Why? How can you be the best in the world if because, you got Because they your- had a foot injury as the story. He explained to you that he had 16 plates in his foot. More so than the fucking virgin sitting in the front row. He had more yeah, plates think- in his foot than the, the, this virgin had, uh, uh, you know, had sex in his entire life. You heard him. Yeah. Why? why? Because the guy chanted Coke Cabana. Is that what he chanted? Yeah. That was fucking wrong, dude. 
The guy chanted for Colt Cabana, and it ultimately pissed Punk the fuck off. Bro, Fort Cleveland, doubt. There's a story there, bro. You know, I have I asked this question two times already. I'm gonna ask it a third time. How would anybody would have booked it differently if you booked Moxley and Punk for the All Out show in the main event? What would you have done differently to get us from point A to point B in three weeks? Tony Khan took a risk. He threw a fucking fastball right down the middle when he shouldn't have with the fucking risk of it being a fucking home run, okay, by the opposing team. He absolutely, he absolutely hot shot it, and he absolutely did it as a ratings ploy, but the opposing team didn't hit a home run, bro. They only hit a double. He got away with it. How would you have booked it differently? Oh, a promo battle back and forth. Like, we haven't seen that a fucking thousand times. They did something out of the box, and he took a chance. And oh, after this boxer, week, right. Yes, and after this week, it looks a lot better than it did coming out of last week because everybody's excited. That Ace Steel promo was fucking great. The promo from Punk was great. The whole thing with Punk was great. The story, Cleveland, Foot, he mentioned it all. He played off like he was going to retire because he wasn't sure. Moxley came out twice, cut a fucking vicious promo on him in the beginning, and then he came out after the announcement was made. I, en- I, I, I enjoyed what they did with this entire thing. Yes, it could have been done differently, but was it terrible? No. I think after last week and everybody's shock and awe and disgust, you know, they did lose a lot of people probably coming into this week's show, but... It wasn't catastrophic enough to take away the excitement of the match, and that's the most important thing. Everybody is still excited for this match, and it's going to be a marquee show, marquee match, and people are going to order this show now because this match was announced. Those doubters are now going to say, you know what, I want to see this match. I'm going to order it anyway. So what's where's the loss? I think people who were going to get the pay-per-view, like me, like you, like everyone else here in this chat, was going to get the pay-per-view anyway. And if there were anybody potentially on the fence of getting it or not, I don't know how confident I would feel about just finding out about the main event less than one week before the show. I mean, so I don't, I can't see how this segment drove in viewers. I think we were all going to get it or not get it. And I don't think this segment decided it for anybody. Do, do you know why they could get away with a one week Moxley and Punk announcement for their biggest show of the year because it's CM Punk and John Moxley, bro. If this was if this was John Moxley and Brian Cage, or John Moxley and fucking uh, I don't know uh, Roosh, that's a different story. This is John Moxley and CM Punk, bro. Two major names. Yes, Tony Khan could give us a better story, but the story was there. The interim championship was on Moxley, bro. Punk was gonna come back and and vie for the title again anyway. They, they went about it the way that they did. And I forgot to add, I mean, the disrespect for John Moxley is out of this fucking world that I see on social media. John Moxley has been on the run of a lifetime, and he looks, Jesse, you got to admit, he looks more savage now than he's ever looked in his entire AEW run. If anything, this feud is bringing out the visceral John Moxley that we, we honestly missed before he joined the Blackpool Combat Club. This is the best version of John Moxley that there has been, and nobody can deny that. No, Moxley is in rare form right yes. now. He's at the very top of his game, and he does not deserve to lose that title this weekend either. 
Listen, what? I'm going to I'm going to semi agree with you. I mean, here's a we wouldn't be in this spot if we did not have an interim champion. I think that's where this problem all begins. Because now TK is trying to figure out what to do with Punk now that he's back and and that all out is coming up. When they just could have had Punk drop that fucking title and then maybe go into all out and then try to get it back. Period. First time match, Punk against Moxley. Maybe Tony Khan's idea was to restart the entire CM Punk title reign. And John Moxley was willing to do work to get Punk back winning that title and start his reign all over again fresh with what they did because John Moxley knows that CM Punk is the biggest moneymaker in the entire company. And John Moxley Punk. is not a political fucking, you know, risk backstage and he's willing to do business for the betterment of the company because he loves where he works. Punk dropping the title for injury is the way to reset his title reign. I get it, but that's not the way that they went. No, they could have went, went that way. Stupid way. No. They could have went that way. I, I, I'm just like, maybe, uh, maybe the original plan is, bro. We get a better punk to come out of this. We get the rejuvenated punk, the babyface punk, and Tony Khan is going back to the idea that legitimately we discussed for months. And I know we're not the only show that discussed it for months. Maybe the feud is CM Punk and MJF, and they're gonna weasel him back in here. Some way, somehow, how that is going to make sense, I don't know. But maybe that's where it's going. And maybe he doesn't go heel. Maybe Punk doesn't go rogue. Maybe he doesn't fucking turn his back on the fans. And maybe MJF is the guy that's going to come back and take the title off of CM Punk. It's going to be a little bit difficult bringing CM Punk, you know, into a feud with MJF. I think he's. I think MJF's going to be the hottest he's ever been. He may be a, a tweener at that point. I have no fucking clue. Uh, it's only, you know, we got to see him on TV. It's the only way to find out, but maybe that's what he's doing. He's going back to the so, original plan, and he's just taking a different way to get there. We we may need to stop fantasy booking MJF here because we don't know if he's coming back. I mean, like, anytime soon. He's coming back. He's, he's signed I, through 2024. They're going to keep him I, out I, and not no, pay him? No, no, I get it. I get it, but... We're assuming he's going to be coming back soon and they're gonna, he's going to be injected into this feud. If he is, it would it would make a lot of sense. He can come in, cause Punk the title, Mox wins, um, MJF gets booed, and they're off to the races with MJF versus Punk again. Um, that wouldn't make sense. It, would, it still would not make sense as to why Punk had to get squashed in fucking five minutes by fucking Moxley, though which is the problem that we're at. They just could have kept the build, went into Chicago. If they're going to bring MJF back, fine. Bring in MJF. MJF is the reason that Punk is not champion. Mox is still champion. And um, and Punk and MJF can feud. Don't need a title for it. Mox can go on to other things for the time being. But why would you bring MJF back to feud with CM Punk with no title on the line when they've already done that twice? I'm trying to make sense of this bullshit that you and TK are throwing at us right now. It's all I'm sounds not throwing stupid. Anything at you. I'm trying to give you the most logical fucking way around why he did what he did. You are throwing shit at me. You even made me wait for the second one. He's like, wait for it, wait for it. And I'm, I'm waiting for it. And you told me the second one. So it makes no sense. Now it would make sense if MJF came in, cost him, and punked the title. And Mox still won. 
then they could even get MJF his booze upon his return. Because as it stands, when he, this guy comes back, he's going to come back to a fucking hero's welcome. Except if he comes to Chicago to cause Punk the title. So then it would kind of make sense as to what they ended up with at the pay-per-view. But even still, that wouldn't make sense as to why they gave us what they gave us last week. Last week did not need to happen. How am I going to get excited about this match at the pay-per-view when they wanted me to get excited about it last week and then they fucked us? I uh, Listen, bro, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to tell you. The foot. They wanted to ride the foot, bro. They wanted to ride the foot. Oh, the fucking... They wanted to ride the foot. They wanted to ride Cleveland. Could it have been booked better? Yes. I'm sure there's a thousand different ways they could have did it. That's the one thing they, they, they relied on. That's the one thing that they went with. The whole point of the matter is, and everybody in the fucking chat, if you're saying I'm a hypocrite, get the fuck out. If you're saying that I'm wrong, get the fuck out. I don't give a shit. Every single one of you is going to watch the show on Sunday. Every single fucking one of you. So don't even fucking speak to me. It's the foot. It's the Cleveland. It's the Cleveland thing. I don't know what else you wanted them to do, bro. I, I don't. I don't understand it. You they were. wanted to reset Punk. That's what they did. You you really like feet, huh? Well, yes, uh, yes, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so, bro. The point the point though I'm trying to make it, it's Moxley, bro. You can't take Moxley and just put him in Chicago to say, yeah, I'm going to need you to drop the title to Punk, a title that you never had anyway because you're an interim. Drop the title to Punk, and then we're going to put you back in the Blackpool Combat Club, and you're going to do what you got to do there. You can't do that. I don't think it needs to be. I don't think that was ever... That's exactly what it would have been. Why? Why why, why is it a foregone conclusion that Mox had to lose to Punk? I just laid out a way for you. He could have lost, and it still made sense. Bring back MJF. Tony Khan is going into contract negotiations with Time Warner and Warner Media, bro. Yes, they could have Moxie as the champion, but who did he sign to the biggest contract in company history? CM Punk. Yeah, but then injuries happen, bro. Maybe the networks want CM Punk. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you guys. Now networks are booking our shows. We don't like that bro, in anywhere. We don't like that in WWE. We shouldn't like it here. I listen. I'm just giving you. I'm giving you the fucking facts, bro. Punk is the guy. Moxley is bulletproof. It doesn't matter. Punk is bulletproof. Moxley is bulletproof too, bro. They're gonna cancel each other out on Sunday. If Moxley loses, he loses nothing. Nothing. But he needed that victory in Cleveland. He needed that victory in Cleveland just because of the fucking hard work he's done. You have to reward somebody like that. I would never be... If I'm Tony Khan and I treated Moxley like that, I can't do that to him. I can't. I don't, of all I don't people, I can't treat him like that. And he knows I don't understand that. Why you think, I don't understand why you think that Mox had, had to lose to Punk in Chicago at All Out when they, when they came up with this shit for last week. Like, why is that... Like this, okay. Obviously, you got to lose to Punk in Chicago. That's a good. That's a done deal. So now, what do we do here? And then Mox said, "Oh, okay, fine. Then I should win in five minutes." Yeah, that's great. Let's do that today. And then you lose to Punk in Chicago. I don't. I don't see why you think it's a foregone conclusion that Mox is supposed to drop the title to Punk in Chicago on Sunday, because it's not. And if that doesn't happen, they, your whole theory just made no sense. I mean, I, I just told you that it's an open book. Moxley could walk out the winner, and we could get what I said last week, Punk going heel. 
So, so what happened to everything you just said about not treating um, all this other bullshit? I'm you trying about- to tell you exactly what is going on here tonight and why the five-minute match happened last week, the three-minute match. So that match happened because they didn't want to do Mox that way in Chicago, but then Mox is going to win in Chicago. Yeah, that's, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. He's not... Punk is winning in Chicago, bro. Punk is getting the title back. Okay, so Punk winning because in Chicago. Punk and MJF is the way that they're going to go. Right, so... That's where Punk, they're going. If Punk loses in Chicago, everything you just said for the first 10 minutes is null and void. If Punk loses in Chicago, yes, there's a possibility. Of course, I have, we have to bring all variables to the show. Of course, it's a the, possibility, but it's not going to happen. And if it happens, thing, I'll admit I was wrong. The only thing we're trying to figure out here is why last week happened. Punk, um, Punk can win I next told week, you uh, why uh, last week happened. Because they, Mox didn't want to lose in yes. Chicago. You can't treat him bad. You can't, you can't ask him to lose in Chicago. You can't. For a one-match one match. With no story, you can't. They, they wanted a story. I don't know what else I have to tell you. I really don't. Why does it have no story? The, the, the match has no story because they didn't give us enough because they did what they because gave us. Because Punk broke his foot unnecessarily. They and they needed us, him for this show. What is this show without story. Punk? What, what is it? They can still give a story with Who Punk. Who are you going to put in there against Moxley that's going to make it a main event worthy? Who? They can still give a story and with build who? with Punk and Moxley. What story? Leading into All Out. Oh, The Shield. Oh, Roman Reigns. I said, what story? It's promos. What are they going to talk about? What are they going to talk about? Why? Everything that they have to talk about. In two weeks? Yes. MJF and CM Punk feuded for three months. Three months. Well, they didn't. Well, they didn't have an injury. They have and to they work around the injury they have. They didn't touch one time in the They in have between. to work around For- Punk's injury. It's not that nobody planned this. The injury happened. They just dealing the cards that they're dealt. Every single one of you is going to watch the show. I'm going to watch it. Every I single wanna- one of you is going to watch the show. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch the show just to see how they made last week make any sense. It made I don't no know sense. why anybody is still hanging on to the three minute loss. I don't know why anybody would still be doing that. It because was it's last the top week. story of your company. It's the number one story of the company. It's the title. If you the- didn't take a risk that you did last week, where is the story? There's Going no in a story. different direction. They than want this. the story. This, the, the story will be different than this because this story is just not that good. It's not that good. And they're going to produce a great fucking match on Sunday and everybody's going to be like, oh my God, what a great match. Nobody said the match was going to suck. Said the story was not good leading into it. That's not The match is not going to change what the story was leading if into it. If anybody wants the fucking armchair book, go get your own podcast and you tell me how you would have booked Punk and Moxley in two weeks going into the biggest show of the year. Go ahead. How, no, would, have you, how would you have done it? There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. 
They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Bro, I wouldn't have done it right here live in the middle of a podcast. I'll probably sit for five minutes and come up with something better than the bullshit that they gave us. That's what they gave us. And I gave, I gave you the reason why they gave you what you gave, what, what they gave you. But if Punk loses. If Punk loses, then I told you last week, I think he goes heel. Because like you said, and I agree with you, he's not going heel in Chicago. It's going to be virtually impossible. They might try it. I don't, think it's gonna be a successful I don't think it's going to work. Turn. I don't think it'd be a successful turn. But I do think if Moxley wins, Punk goes heel. So that's the two variables. If Moxley wins, Punk goes heel. If Punk wins, I don't know what the fuck they do with John Moxley. That's a big, that's a big with, question. But if, if Punk wins, we get MJF eventually coming back. Whenever he comes back, it'll happen. I don't know what they do with MJF if Punk goes heel. What the fuck? I mean, what, what happens then? Then they join forces. They either oh. join forces... Like, uh, I don't know, like Triple H and Shawn my uh, and Triple H and uh, Steve Austin. Two-man power trip, right? Yeah, that was an epic fail. Well, I, I know. <laughs> that was an epic fail. I know. But that or MJF, I, I, it fucking makes my skin crawl even saying it, or he goes babyface. MJF comes back as a babyface. And he rings the company... Can- the Rids the company of CM Punk, who's an XW, the, the biggest yeah. XWWE guy, the most disgruntled WWE XWWE yeah. got to come on in here, his company, and he's going to rid him of that. I could see that working. I don't want to see him heal, yeah. but it could work. No, he could. Mox can, uh, Mox, MJF can get away with a, with a face run. Not sure for how long, but he can get away with a face run running on the platform of getting rid of ex-WWE guys with a heel CM Punk as champion. That could work. Not sure for how long, because MJF is a natural asshole, but that could work. But even that, it just still, it still seems like a very convoluted and weird way to get here. Like, very fucking weird. And it started by squashing your best in the world. That scenario doesn't work if Punk is not the champion. That's true. So, if MJF is the factor, this does not work without Punk being champion. It could work with Moxley as champion, but the bigger story is with CM Punk because they've already had two matches, and I think that's where they were going even then when he wasn't champion, before the Adam Page match. Man, I don't know. It, I'm... Bro, seriously, I'm significantly less excited about the main event of the pay-per-view because they just gave it to us last week and told us that it was a squash. But I'm supposed to believe in two weeks, Punk's foot is healed enough for him now to beat Moxley for that title. Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley. Fucking Forged in Combat, Moxley. Three-minute squash, Last week, now he loses the punk, and it's not believable. Bro, man. you're gonna see a different Moxley and a different CM Punk on on Sunday. 
you're going to see a CM Punk that, with a broken foot, he's going to still continue to wrestle. Because that's, that's what he insinuated. He was, he was afraid. He, 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 he didn't mentally think that he was going to be able to go in there, and, and that, that mental fear basically came true. It came to reality, and that's what happened. That's why he lost. That, he, said, he said it in oh so many words on, on tonight's show. And according to Punk, his foot is 100%. This yes. is going to be the 100%. It's not getting any better between no. then and all out. So, it's, it's, so the foot's not going to be any better. According to Punk, it's at 100%. It's just now his 100% on that foot is less than what it used to be. Yes. So Because it's all mental. Foot. It's all mental. Cleveland, bro, he went into, bro, bro, he went into, he went into a hundred, he was a hundred percent with the foot. He wasn't all there. He, he has the fear of going into Cleveland of all places that has been a fucking absolute curse for him. Then you're wrestling John Moxley. You got the bad foot. You know, it, it, like I said, it could have been done better, but they took everything around them and took all variables and applied it to this to develop a story here to take you into all out to me. Yes, it could have been done better, but the way that they did it and the variables that are there, it gave us something that I don't think would have been there in the beginning. You know, I would have taken this 10 times out of 10 over, you know, Moxley and Punk promos back and forth. We know that they can go fucking weeks and weeks and weeks going at each other promo-wise. But this is what they did. This we is better. Watching Punk get squashed in five minutes. That was better. Is Punk harmed by the five-minute squash? Do you think any differently about CM Punk now after the five-minute squash? I know I don't. <laughs> Does anybody think of Punk differently after the five-minute squash? Those people, bro, in that arena could not give a single fuck about what happened last week. They were just happy to see CM Punk. And why were they indifferent in his entrance? Why were there John booze Mox, in that's Chicago? That's how great John Moxley. Why were been, there bro? booze in Chicago for CM Goddamn Punk, bro? What were the booze? Ninety fucking nine percent of the people. You got a small percentage of the people booing him. Those are the people that genuinely don't like him. Are sick of him as a babyface. Sick of him in general. And that's how great John Moxley's been. False, bro. That does not happen in Chicago, man. That is not. It has never happened before. You have never, ever, ever, ever heard any amount of booze. On camera for CM If Punk anybody in, in the chat says that you think CM Punk is washed up, you think you, you thought he was washed up, then you're gonna think he's washed up now. So your opinion doesn't even fucking matter to me. Who said he's washed up? People in the chat, MRNJR in the chat. Uh, washed up? CM Punk looks in better shape now than he did 10 years ago. Uh, no, Give me a fucking the, break. The, the, for, for once, I've, I mean, in my entire life, in seeing this guy come to Chicago and work, there was indifference. Maybe it was because of the news. Maybe it's because of the squash that he took last week. But something is off in the momentum of CM Punk if he's gathering booze in Chicago. Who was booing Illinois. him, bro? What? The one Colt Cabana fan in the crowd that was fucking sexless for 16 years? You didn't hear the booze? I heard them. Well, that's what I'm talking about. That's never been Moxley there Moxley got the same amount of booze, too, when he was putting down CM Punk yeah. in Chicago. He, yeah, because he's in Chicago. That makes sense. That makes sense. But not Punk. Why would Punk get any kind of booze in his hometown? Listen, guys, chat. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what else I could tell you to really fucking give you exactly what's going on. You know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. People are indifferent about the booking of Punk leading into this pay-per-view. I'm trying to tell you that. And it's They're because... indifferent about the booking. He broke his fucking foot. 
So is the foot well or not? Because I'm the getting the foot conflicted. is good. The foot is good. The foot, the foot was good last week. So why are we doing a five minute squash? I just told you why, bro. I because the foot myself. is bad. We did a five minute because it's the story, bro. It's the story of the man. It's all mental. His foot is fine. He came out walking today. He's fine. He got into a match scared for his fucking life because he didn't think he was 100%. He is 100%. He's not 100% mental. So anything he does with that foot, bro, it's going to throw him off his game. All right. Let's, let's it's do like, it it's like being hit with a Randy Johnson 103-mile-an-hour fastball. You get hit with that and you get fucking knocked out. You got to get in the batter's box the next at-bat. What the fuck are you going to do, bro? You're going to have, oh, my God, it's going to fucking hit me. Dude, you're going to be standing 20 feet out of the batter's box. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it this way. Let's do it in comparison to what we just saw on, on the other side. Liv Morgan went out there and said she'd do anything to keep this title and then tapped out. CM Punk is the best in the world and then went out there and lost in four to five minutes. The crowd started getting indifferent on Liv Morgan. The crowd in Chicago, hometown for CM Punk, is starting to become indifferent to Punk. Bro, you're... You're comparing, you're comparing Liv Morgan oh, to CM here we go. Punk? Here we go. <laughs> is, that here we go. Just, is that what I just heard? Here we go. Here we go. Now, when you get done with that, go ahead and answer the comparison. <laughs> bro. Okay. Now, why are people indifferent with Liv Morgan? Because she didn't go out there and honor up to what she's been claiming. Neither did Punk. Maybe bro. that's why he. Maybe that's why his hometown is indifferent with him. What are you? What are you, what are you talking about, bro? Liv Morgan Punk, won the bro. championship a, a by fucking nefarious Punk, means by pinning Ronda Rousey because of an outside interference. She was hated since that moment. Never mind the fucking tap out. No, she got booed after the tap out, bro. Keep up. She did get booed after the tap out, but what led to the booze? The way that she won the title, and then the, the way promos. She, the way she tapped out. Yes. We you uh, you. Said it on your show. I watched it. CM Punk beat Adam Page clean. He didn't, he didn't win the title by fucking cheating. Right. But how did he do against Mox? Bro, I just told you. He was all mental. It was all... Liv Morgan tapped out because she was in fucking pain in a submission hold. CM Punk had a mental fucking breakdown. I'm 100%, but I got in there. I got to win this match. My foot is 100%, but I'm not mentally. Anything he does on that foot, bro, it's going to be like getting on a bicycle and trying all over again for the first time. I, I, don't, I, don't, know, I don't know what else to tell you. I really don't. That's why there's a difference, man. They could have maybe not there's a difference because week. people don't want to see CM Punk as a babyface anymore. Maybe I uh, maybe I I love the fans is the fucking reason. I, how many times? How many fucking times I gotta hear you love them? I, yeah, you love me, great. Maybe people want to see the CM Punk that we got after Ace Steel slapped him in the fucking face. That's the punk we want. Or maybe Chicago didn't want to see CM Punk get his ass beat in three minutes. Think about that that, the, the, the three-minute squash is not even an issue anymore, bro. It's a non-factor. Non-factor? Yeah. That's the, that's the reason we're here. It's a non-factor. That's the reason you know, that we're whatever. talking about. People, people want to call me a shill, whatever. If this, same, if this same exact thing 
happened in WWE and it was between two guys like this, I would have given you the same fucking answer I'm doing now as I, as I would have done, done that. Exact same thing. You take every situation that happened to you, fucking Ro- Drew McIntyre breaking his foot or Roman Reigns breaking his foot, and you just replace the two. I would have did the same, I would have said the same fucking thing. That's what they wanted to go with. Yeah, they that's clearly. That's what they wanted to go with, because that's what they went this with. This is their biggest match. That's what they're gonna go do. And they just I'm, took a different road to get there. I think a lot of people are less excited about this main event now that we get what they gave us last week. I don't know how anybody's less excited about this. I don't. I'm saying, it's not to say they're not excited at all, but again, on the level of more or less, they're less excited. How can you be Bro, more Bro, if you excited? get on a trampoline with your kids, right, and you jump up and down and you fucking break your ankle, bro, and you go to the hospital and it takes weeks for you to recover, are you going to be, hey, hey, let me, my foot is healed, my foot is 100%, let me get back on a trampoline and fucking jump around like a fucking idiot. Are you going to get back on there willy-nilly, 100% ready to go, no fear, or are you going to be like, I don't know, listen, I don't know if I should do this. That's CM Punk. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do what you did to me a few minutes ago with Alexa Bliss. You're comparing a trampoline to a championship match in wrestling. That makes no sense. He broke his foot. <laughs> but this is a trampoline. He broke his foot, bro. I'm. I'm. I'm this fucking guy. Well, you, first you, you, you first gotta you be trolling me now. First you say the you foot is 100. percent No, wait. First you say the foot is 100. percent Then it's mental. But now it's broken. Which is it? Go and break your foot doing anything. And then try and do that same activity after you fucking have been rehabilitating for 10 weeks. It's not going to be the same. What was an easy trampoline fucking spot with your kids, you're not going to get back on because you're going to be afraid of doing it again. You're going to put more pressure on that foot. Meanwhile, the mental fucking state that you're in, you don't want to put any pressure on that foot. You don't want to go out there and do that because you're afraid. That's what he did. He thought he could do it, but he couldn't. So that's the story. You think that's the story? Yes. Yes. That's what I do. So so it's not, so the foot is 100% fine, you know, IRL. But in the story, he lost in that squash because the foot was hurt. Yes. And it was in Cleveland. And Cleveland is a bad luck town for CM Punk. Okay. You can hate it all. Listen, bro, you can hate it all you want. You could say it could have been done a lot better. I'm giving you... What we do here on a week-to-week basis. Last week, everybody was up in arms. Oh, my job is to make sense of everything that's going on, and that's the, that's what I deciphered from tonight's show. And how is that story going over with the wrestling community? I don't give a shit about the wrestling community. I didn't ask you if you gave a shit. I asked you how it's going over. I don't... I, how is it going over, man? The, the wrestling community fucking flip-flops one day to the next. So it's not going over very well, is it? Nothing goes over well in the IWC. What exactly goes over well? I criticized the fucking match on Monday like every other fucking podcaster did, and I got blamed for it. Good storytelling usually gets over pretty well. Easily. Yes. But this is not getting over very well. With who? Who? With the IWC. I don't know. The fans in Chicago didn't seem to mind. You didn't hear the booze for CM Punk? (laughs) Again, bro. Again. We're going to... We're going to... Again. Uh, n- listen, cl- uh, Nate Knight, you got one more chance, bro. Uh, listen, I'm sorry, Jess. I don't want to cut. Nate Knight in the chat, you've donated here, okay? I-, I-, I have to go off now. 
You've oh, donated geez. here plenty of times, bro. Okay, Nate Knight in the chat. You've you've super chatted. You got one more fucking chance. If you open your fucking mouth in a derogatory way again, I'm gonna have one of the mods get you the fuck out of here, okay? And then I'm gonna see you fucking complain on Twitter that oh, I gave super chats and JD blocked me for voicing my opinion. You're in my fucking chat disrespecting me. I allow you to be here. You don't want to be here. Get the fuck out! Okay? One more time. One more. That's it. Otis, Hologram, get him out. One more time. Open your fucking mouth. I fucking dare you. I dare you in the mood I'm in. <laughs> Moving on. This storyline story is not going over well, bro. Because right, it's, and, and the reason is because it's it's it it it's it doesn't make too much sense and it's just not very good. Otherwise, there will be a lot more praise going around. You're not gonna please hundred percent of the people hundred percent of the time, but we have a pretty good gauge on what's getting over and what's not. Don't pretend like we don't. You know we do. And this story is not going over very well. Whatever whatever the case may be, bro. We'll find out on Sunday. Maybe, maybe. We're gonna get a whole new bro. We got we got Sunday and then we got Wednesday. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait. This is two weeks now. Coming out of last week into this week, we're gonna see what happens at all out. We'll get the decision who's gonna be champion, and then we're gonna see what happens as we move on on Wednesday. And maybe we get a little bit more to the puzzle. Maybe it's MJF. Maybe it's somebody else. I don't know. But I'm gonna give it time. I'm gonna let it. Yeah. But this is what I have deciphered after what I saw tonight. I think they have time to put something together to try to make sense of what they've already done, but I fail to see how they're going to do anything, anything to make me and a lot of other people go back and say, okay, now last Wednesday makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's just not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. And, and you're not going to, you're not, if you had one opinion coming out of last week, I'm pretty sure that opinion's going to be the same thing. If you didn't like well, last week and that is what you're going to hang your hat on, you're not going to like anything that anybody has to say and you're not going to like any well, decision that Tony Khan's going to bring you on. Well, that's not well that's not true because I could like the outcome of what they do, you know. I mean, again, if they bring out MJF and attacks Punk and Punk loses that way, I could like the outcome of the match or the pay-per-view, but I would still go back and say, well, we could have got there without burying Punk in five minutes. Bro, you know, would I have buried CM Punk in five minutes? No. Fuck no. But, and this is the last thing I'll say on it. If Punk is willing to be, get buried in three minutes, it was. Three minutes. If Punk is willing to get buried in three minutes for the sake of the title and for sake of John Moxley's fucking reputation and title run and the run he's been on to get this match happening again and for the sake of business, what's the big deal? If Punk because wanted to lose in three minutes and said, all right, my name is CM Punk. I'm losing in three minutes. I'm okay with this because I know coming out of this, I'm not going to be harmed in any which way. Moxley's going to be all right. He's going to look like a fucking stud, and he's going to look like a stud coming out of Chicago, man. You can't put these two guys in Chicago's main event and have one look better than the other, man. They both have to come out looking fucking like top-tier elite guys. And that's exactly what this has done. That's the way I see it. I don't know. We can see I mean, they could have given us a better match than the five-minute squash. And, and you're going to get it on Sunday. And then, well, that's great. We could have got it again on Sunday. So you want two 30-minute matches with CM Punk and John Moxley? I just want a match, man. I don't want a time 
I don't want a, a this or a that. If you gave if you if you advertised a title unification match, then do that. They didn't give us a match. They gave us some bullshit in five minutes. That wasn't a match. It just wasn't a match. It might as well have been a DQ because it wasn't a fucking match. We will see. We will see. Sunday is going to be a very, 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 very interesting main event with Moxley and CM Punk. The other, the other big thing, and I probably scared Nate out of the chat, or, or, or did you guys ban him? I don't even know. I don't know. I'm getting ready to go back. I'm, I'm getting ready to go I back into the, the chat. chat. I may close the chat. If you're telling me to fucking move the fuck on from my show, no, 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 I'll no, be no, here no. until fucking 2 o'clock in the morning. I don't give no, a fuck. No, chill out. I'm getting ready to go back and block everybody who typed in, let's move on. So go ahead and you proceed. I'll move the I'm... fuck on when I want to move the fuck on. You don't want to be here? Go watch Sop and his boring fucking podcast with Denise. Okay? So let me see. If you type, let's move on. Congrats. Your ass is getting blocked. Get your last comment I don't comment need you in here. Now. If you want to be a fucking prick, I don't need you here. Go watch somebody else do it less than what we do. Let's see. Let's see. Block, block. Okay, we're good. I think I got them all. All right. Moving on. We got the debut of William Morrissey, bro. I know you were very vocal about this to me on text message tonight. William, oh, yes. William Morrissey comes out. Bro, I was, I was, uh, I had steam coming out of my ears, bro, because what, I don't know if you heard my rant on, on Friday coming out of the Rampage show. Did you hear my rant on AEW on Friday? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Okay. I think, uh. I think we kind of went uh, balls to the wall on that. Tough love for TK. You're, you're right. Okay. Tough love for TK. I'm still not, uh, I'm still in good standing there. But tough love, man. I love everything that he's doing here, but we got some problems. One of the things that I mentioned was the dark shit filtering onto Dynamite. And I'm, I, I see the fucking wingman on my show, bro. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I thought he's trolling me. I think he's trolling me. And we got fucking wingmen on the show. And then all of a sudden, William Marcy comes out and destroys all of them. He destroys all four of them. Now, when I saw William Morrissey, you know, WWE big casts, I was not a fan of. They, they fucked him over so bad. They should have never broken him away from Enzo at all. He was, uh, he was a sitting duck going solo. I did not appreciate that big cast because I knew he wasn't ready for that spot and WWE fucked him over. And then they ended up getting rid of him for multiple reasons and he wasn't really in the right state of mind. Now we forward to August, September 2022, Jesse. He looks absolutely fucking phenomenal. He looks like he is in the best shape of his entire life. And he was a free agent, apparently. I don't think he was working with Impact anymore. And now he is presumably AEW. Is this a good move to you? And do you see value in William Morrissey joining AEW on top of Everybody else kind of waiting for a TV spot. Here TK is signing yet another new talent. So I think I think my excitement level for seeing Morrissey come over to AEW is exactly where it was when they signed Bobby Fish. All right. So I think picking up Morrissey by himself. There's nothing against Morrissey. I think he's good at what he does. He could even be great one day, maybe. Maybe with the right booking, right push, who knows? We'll see. But right now you have literally have a bloated roster. 
you can't get anyone on TV that needs to be on TV. You're trying to find TV time for everybody here and there. Why are you picking up individuals like this? What purpose is he going to serve that is going to improve your show and not add to the issues you have going on in the back with people trying to get on TV? Now, if they're bringing in like they did with Bobby Fish, if they're bringing in Kyle O'Reilly for Bobby Fish, then that's something you can work with because that's another tag team. And the only person they can bring in that would add value to Morrissey and the one that they're talking about bringing in potentially would be Enzo. If they bring in Enzo, put him with Cass and put them in the tag division, then I can see some value out of picking up Morrissey and picking up Enzo. It's not to say that I hope they pick up Enzo and do Enzo and Cass because I'm not even sure, 100% sure if that would work in 2022. But it'd be worth a shot. I wouldn't mind seeing Enzo and Big Cass get back together, to be honest. But just Morrissey by himself and putting them with Stokely, it, bro, they have plenty of people, plenty of people they can put that spot with um with Stokely, man. I mean, they don't need Morrissey for it by himself. Well, you, you mentioned Bobby Fish, and, and a story just scrolled across my Twitter timeline. Sap is putting something on the uh, Fightful Select page on Patreon. Several in AEW have been told Bobby Fish's AEW contract is not being renewed. Oh, wow. Bobby Fish's contract is not being renewed. And so, what did he get? A one-year? Didn't he just come? I believe he got a one-year deal. I mean, I, I I think we saw him emerge around this same time last year. Did you see? Did you see the the tweet that somebody? I'm not gonna say what the tweet said because it's, I haven't seen anything else about it. But they added both of us about someone requesting and being granted a release in AEW. Yeah, was it Jonathan Gresham? No. No, they added both of us. I'll send it to you. I didn't want to put the story out there because I didn't see anyone else confirm this story. I don't know why they would not renew Bobby Fish if the whole point was Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly breaking away from the elite to go wrestle Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Maybe yeah, Bobby Fish is injury prone. Maybe Bobby Fish is of age where Tony Khan figures he, don't want, he doesn't want to put more money into Bobby Fish because... Maybe maybe they feel he's of age in that he's made a glass injury prone. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, but I mean, unless he's getting paid an absorbent amount of money, I don't see a problem with keeping Bobby Fish, man. If Bobby Fish is going to be gone, who's to say that they're not going to get rid of Kyle O'Reilly? Because you know exactly where they're going to end up. You know where they're going to end up. Bobby Fish has already been on record this week saying that he'd go to war with Triple H. With him as a soldier. Maybe that's why they're not renewing his contract. Publicly saying something like that in the midst of the WWE right now, in the hottest streak they've been on in fucking God knows how long, Tony Khan's employee saying that he'd go to war with Triple H? Maybe Tony Khan says, really, guy? You want out? Good, I'm not renewing your contract. Goodbye. Tony Khan does not seem like the type of guy you want to fucking piss off, man. Tony Khan seems like a vindictive motherfucker. I don't want to get on his bad side. Yeah, I mean, 
Where have we seen a promoter like that before, man? That's why I said, man, very Vince McMahon-ish as of late. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, man, Big Cass, I do agree with you. If they're bringing in Big Cass, I would love to see Enzo back on television. I would love to see Enzo and Cass back on television. But I will say this, Enzo, you know, he's in great shape too. I don't know even if he wants to be with the major promotion. I don't know. Is he good enough? You know, the value is obviously there. I think they get over big time in AEW or, or any promotion that wants to pick them up. But I'd things, be concerned, man. Enzo was a locker room cancer before. I, well, I know. I know. that. Well, that's the reason why he's not anywhere, you know. Yeah. But Cass, Cass is in shape. Cass looks great. Um, they need big guys like that, bro. They only got Wardlow. They got, they got Wardlow. They got Hobbs. They got Lance Archer. You know, it, it's nice to have a collection of those big guys in your locker room on your roster. Not not a whole fucking roster full of them, but, right. you know, they all do differing things. Cass exactly. is a big fucking guy. Hobbs, you know, he's different from everybody else. Lance Archer's different from everybody else. Wardlow's different from everybody else. They're all, they all bring something different to the table. So if you have a nice mix of big guys, especially with him coming on in, I could see him feuding with Hobbs. I could see him feuding with Wardlow. There's a nice little story there because he was hired by MJF. I think that's great, but him bringing uh, Marcy and bro, uh, Cass, uh, Tony Khan, I, I, I for certain thought that Triple H would see he's a free agent and he'd fucking reach out to him. And he's he's he looks fantastic. Why why didn't Triple H reach out to him? Was there hesitation on Marcy to go join WWE? Did he feel like he's a better fit for AEW? I I honestly feel like it's very bizarre that Triple H didn't reach out to him, and I feel like Tony Khan brought him in. I don't want to say I don't I don't mean this in a disrespectful way to, to, to Morrissey at all. I think I think he's great. I'm a fan of Morrissey. But I do think that there was some urgency on Tony Khan to bring in another major free agent because of all the negative things that have been said about AEW as of late as far as their their momentum. And I do feel like he wanted to get one over on Triple H. Ha ha ha. You want to keep bringing in people in and old people that you used to employ. I'm going to take one of them off of the radar and, and you're not going to get them. I'm going to bring them over here. Is, is that a possibility? I think all I think all this signing the hot free agents is what got TK in the position he's in right now. He's got a hostile locker room. Who is his girl? People are saying his girl is in a. Who is his girl? Um, who? Um, Marcy. Because his girl was, uh, shit. Wasn't he dating? Um, wait, was he dating uh, Evil Emma at that time? I don't know his girl. I don't. I don't know if he. I don't know. I, I don't think he's dating the same person now as he was back then, and he was in WWE. So I don't know who his girl is right now. Lexi Nair. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who he's dating right now. Lexi Nair, the interviewer. Okay. Oh, okay. Diamond Dallas Page's daughter. Oh, 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 in 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 AEW. Okay. Yeah, that's still How the fuck do you guys know? I mean, well, that's pretty scary that you guys know. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, you guys got to go out and touch some grass. Holy I shit. Mean, I don't Why do you that. people know that? I don't understand that. Is that well known? If they Did follow, she post it on they, Instagram or something? Yeah, maybe they posted following pics. following Lustine Air on Instagram? Maybe they posted pics, man. Maybe they posted pics. No, no, not Carmella, guys. I know he's with Carmella. I'm thinking he was with somebody else after Carmella. In WWE, not Carmella, but yeah, that's a good point too. I just thought about that. Maybe Triple H didn't go after Morrissey because Carmella Corey Graves. It's a listen, man. It's a possibility. 
I it mean, it's a possibility. Maybe Triple H is saying the same thing I did. I mean, Morrissey's no good without Enzo, and I'm not bringing Enzo back to my locker room. If that's the case, I, I think he's going to be a good fit for AEW. But yes, there is concern. Now, now we can start raising concern that, you know, Tony Khan's going to bring in people. How, how often is he going to use someone like Morrissey? How often is he going to use someone like Morrissey? Yeah. How much TV time is Morrissey going to get? There are people, so many people right now, not getting enough TV time. What is he going to do differently with Morrissey now in AEW? Yeah, it. Tony Khan is like... Tony Khan is like the guy in Call of Duty. He wants to collect all the fucking weapons and guns, but never level any of them up. He just lets them fucking sit there in storage. So basically he's, uh, basically, he's you playing Destiny 2. No, 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 no. I level all up my weapons, man. Maybe not Tony Khan's the type of guy that does the raid once to go for the touch of malice. And then, and then says, you know what? That, this that, raid sucks. I don't want to yeah. play it no more. Yeah, exa- pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he... <laughs> Oh man, you you, you get you, you get this, yeah, I get that. You get the catalyst. Uh, Which, by no, the way, we, the we we did it last night, man. I love that raid. You did? I didn't fucking do it yet. I man. did it twice. You get? I love it. What'd you get? Uh, I got a god roll hand cannon. Oh, fuck, man. Zauli's bane, bro. I still gotta do it. I still gotta do it. But yeah, TK likes collecting all of the wrestlers, but he's not doing anything to level them up. TK's man. got a destiny to vault five hundred out of five hundred. Yeah, the, the vault is fucking full. He doesn't want to delete any of those fucking things, man. He doesn't want nothing. any enhancement cores. He doesn't want any nope. shards. He don't want nothing, no. man. There is no catalyst. <laughs> nothing is masterworked. They're all just sitting there collecting dust, and he's just out there doing more missions to get more more weapons and shit. Dude, use the ones you have. Bro, he's got he's got a whole vault. He's got fucking engrams fucking blowing out of the cryptarch. You know, you don't do nothing. He just you do nothing with him. You do nothing with him. Don't level him up at all. Just they just sit there, bro. He, then he went, then he uses them once. They don't work. Like, this gun's garbage. You didn't fucking level it up. I don't know, man. I think it's a good fit. Morrissey's a good guy. He's a I great think it's guy. A good fit. He's he's a he's a great guy. He's a good fit. I have nothing against Morrissey. My only thing is, they have plenty of Morrisseys that they're not doing anything with. Don't bring in any more. Now the tag division can definitely use some help. So if you're bringing in Enzo and you're gonna put him with Morrissey, then I'm okay with that because this trios thing I think is kind of pulled from the tag division. Um, Santana and Ortiz, this this and that, this is that. Um, Jungle Express, uh, 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 Lucha, uh, uh, Jurassic Express breaking up. A few more tag teams wouldn't hurt anything, but Morrissey by himself doesn't really. I mean, you can put him with someone else and build him up, but again, that's your problem you have right now. You're not building up the talent you already have. Don't bring in somebody else you got to build up. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I am concerned about how they're going to use him, but we got Stokely Hathaway out there, bro. I don't know what this is uh, going on here with Stokely Hathaway. Tony Schiavone tried to get answers out of Stokely Hathaway tonight because Stokely immediately came down, seen Morrissey, and handed him a business card as he beat up the wingman. And Marcy took it. He walked out with Stokely. Tony Schiavone ran down from the commentary booth, met Stokely in the aisleway, and asked him, what's with all these business cards? What are you doing? Stokely says, none of your damn business. Marcy overlooking him, was about to beat on Tony Schiavone. We got a big Tony chant in Chicago because Stokely was bullying him around. Uh, it almost seems like Stokely is is building his own his own wrestling company almost uh, from within uh, uh, within AEW. 
He's got a fucking mega he, he got half the roster in his state. I know. I mean, I don't know where they're going with this, but, you know, someone like that, if he has his own federation within AEW, it's not, it's not that bad of an idea. He's like he's like no. the modern-day Bobby Heenan. No, and and Kyle uh, Strachan, I hope I got that right, in the chat as a good point. You bringing in William Morrissey, they've got Brian Cage. Yes. They've got, they've got Brian Cage. Who they, not, who they re-signed. They re-upped his contract and haven't used him at all. And not doing anything with him. Now you're bringing in Morrissey. What the, I mean, what? I don't know. I got the new story on Bobby Fish here. All right. We're going to take a little break here. We're, gonna, we're just going to sidetrack with Bobby Fish. Breaking news here from Sean Ross Sapp. Uh, Bobby Fish's AEW deal. Several in AEW tell Bob, uh, told Bobby Fish's AEW deal not being renewed. Uh, Fish has been missing from AEW programming in recent weeks, and the reason for that is now clear, says Sap. We're told that Fish's contract is coming up, and he will likely be finishing with the company when it does, with the deal not being renewed. Fish last appeared on the August 3rd episode of AEW Dynamite when the Undisputed Elite returned. Fish, Adam Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly betrayed the Young Bucks to seemingly launch some sort of program, but they haven't been seen since. Fish made his AEW debut in 2021 on the October 6th episode of AEW Dynamite, where he unsuccessfully challenged Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. He signed a deal with the company and faced top names like Brian and CM Punk. After a brief singles run, he aligned with Adam Cole and the Young Bucks before O'Reilly arrived on the Holiday Bash episode of Dynamite in December. Since then, he's competed in several matches alongside O'Reilly. In addition to a few singles matches, he's been sparingly uh, been used in recent months, perhaps in part due to the injuries to both Cole and O'Reilly. He last wrestled for AEW at the July taping of Dark Elevation. Fish has been taking bookings on the indie scene. He defeated uh, somebody at Defy on August 20th. Prior to his arrival in AEW, Fish was featured as a member of the Undisputed Era. Yes, yes, blah, 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 blah. Thank you for giving us his Wikipedia sap. Uh, basically, uh, Fish is uh, not being renewed. That's what pretty much it says there. This guy's giving so, me all this fucking Wikipedia stash. Jesus fucking so, Christ. So, so Fish is not getting renewed. Let's not pretend like we don't know exactly where the fuck he's going right away. So what are they going to do with him over there? They're going to they're gonna put him back with Roddy, more than likely, right? I mean, I would see. I mean, if Roddy, bro, if, if Roddy is getting called up to the main roster, I mean, I'm putting him with Bobby Fish. No doubt about right. it. So now, how long did they sign Kyle O'Reilly for? Well, if they signed, if they signed Bobby Fish from October, that's November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. He got a nine-month August. About a nine-month, uh, ten-month contract. I mean, that's a weird fucking contract. Ten months. It could be It could be one year. It just says the contract is not being renewed. Yes. It don't say when it is. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe he is, maybe he's up into, maybe it is a year contract. Maybe he'll go to October and then they won't renew it. Yeah, they just won't renew it. They yeah. don't, we don't know when it goes for. So then Kyle so, O'Reilly, where he signed in December, maybe he's also one year, too, and he'll go to December. So if O'Reilly and Fish leave, go back in team with Roddy, what are the odds that TK can convince Adam Cole to stay in AEW whenever his contract ends? Oh, he's Three got years, five, five years. years. When, whenever. Whenever it ends. Whenever it ends. Oh, Kyle confirmed for five years along with Cole. Kyle Jesus and Cole for Christ. five years? Jesus Christ. I think, yeah, a lot of people saying in the chat, uh, Kyle, five years confirmed. Man, that's kind of fucked up if you think about it. If you're Bobby Fish and you see Kyler Raleigh got five years and you only got one year, that's kind of fucked up, no? Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
I mean, listen, but, I mean, this this gives Triple H the opportunity to rebuild the tag team division, man. I'm pairing Bobby Fish. I don't know how Bobby Fish is going to hold up, but Bobby Fish and Roderick Strong, two members of the Undisputed Era that Triple H had booked fucking brilliantly. I mean, I'm doing it. He can literally bring the Undisputed Era back. Yeah. Reform it in his new vision without Cole and O'Reilly. Yeah. Did you get the text that's it? Uh, I did not. Let me see. Hold on. Bro, why are you sending me tweets from this clown? I look, I look, that's why I didn't mention it, man. That's why I didn't mention it. Bro, this is a fake news account, though. Do not believe anything from this. Okay, gotcha. That, that's exactly why I didn't mention it. I'm not even mentioning his fucking name. You guys see the report about Malachi Black asking for his AEW release? Fucking block the account. It is fake. It is not real. Just check out what the make. I couldn't. I couldn't confirm any of that shit. That's why I didn't even. Don't even bother. Anyway, so that's that's Marcy. Marcy showed up. Bobby Fish is not getting his contract renewed. He'll probably end up back in WWE. Uh, there's a great open there with him and Roddy. So we'll see what happens, man. Very listen, man. This, the, the, the wheels are ever changing in the world of pro wrestling, man. I can't keep up with all this shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like it, man. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. I think it keeps both. I think it keeps both promotions honest. I yes. mean, in, in regards of of doing something that the fans are gonna enjoy and not just well, they got to take this shit because there's nothing else. Yeah, there is something else. Another company. Yeah. So. All right, guys. Uh, listen, we are uh, almost an hour and a half in here. Uh, I am going to step away for two minutes. Okay, I gotta shoot you an advertisement because DraftKings is relying on me to let you guys know. That's Clash of the Castles coming up on Saturday, and you guys can win $10,000. So if you guys want to enter for free, all you got to do is enter promo code JD from NY at checkout, and you guys can enter the DraftKings Clash of the Castle pool. So I will do that a little bit later. But Jesse, um, you want to tell people something before we get on to the actual show here? We're not going to spend too much time on the show because realistically, it was a great heavy wrestling show. And uh, CM Punk and John Moxley was obviously the biggest story coming out of tonight. Why don't you tell them what is going on? And I'm going to step away for a minute or two, and I will be right back. Awesome. By the way, guys, for all of the for all of the guys who get banned in the chat or who already thinking like, oh, won't they just move on? Let's move on. Let's move on. First off, didn't you guys watch the show with us? I mean, we'll go over it. But we're here for the dialogue on what happened, not just to be told what happened on the show. You guys saw what happened on the show. We'll cover it, but we want to talk about. We want the dialogue, the dialogue of what of 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 of, of what we saw, and the major points of the big storyline. So that's why we 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 went on for as long as we did. Um, guys, guess what? I'm running a promotion on my channel. All right. I'm going to type something in the chat right here so you guys can see my channel right there. Join me on my channel starting this Friday for your chance to become moderator of this channel on Off The Script. So if you're tired of getting your messages blocked or deleted or just getting kicked out for no reason that you say, Join me on my stream starting this Friday to find out information on how you can become a moderator 
not just on my channel, but on OTS right here with us. All streams, OTS, the the that also includes the Sunday VIP stream. So if you are not a VIP member here at OTS and you want to know how you can join in that stream, join me on my channel this Friday for all of the details. Should be cool. There you go. There you go. So uh, listen to Jesse. Take advantage of that. Uh, some exclusivity here on the podcast. Uh, Jesse, John Moxley opened the show with a scathing promo, man. Um, Moxley said, yeah, you, you guys want to talk about it? Let's talk. Um, anybody in the chat that says BC's a clown, get him out. BC stood up for me yesterday in the live stream he did. On Baron Corbin, get him out. If you're if I you're a v, if you're a B, VIP, I'll, I'll give you a warning. But if anybody's not a VIP, get him out. I um, saw that. I saw that. Baron Corbin's a fucking douche. Yeah. Uh, Punk. He said Punk was referred to years ago, the modern sixty-minute man. He said, "What a load of shit that turned out to be." He said he had fifty-seven minutes left in him last week. He asked if Punk did. He said, "When guys get in the ring with him, the heart and soul of AEW, they find out what they're really made of." He said he pushes them and tests them. He said Punk hit him with the hardest shots he could, and he didn't care. He kept moving forward at Punk. He said at that point, Punk began looking for a way out. He folded. He curled up into a little ball, decided to die, and he folded. So we got more booze for John Moxley there for that. Then we got a big CM Punk chant. Champions never fold. He said he is genuinely sorry that Punk didn't turn out the way that Chicago wanted him to be. When he was welcomed back and given a second chance in this greatest in the greatest sport in the world, pro wrestling, it just didn't work out. Mox says he knows he's their boy in Chicago, but he has zero sympathy for Punk, and that is because Punk's fragile ego, fragile body, weak mind, weak spirit. He says he uh, it's a tough business, and it's time to move on. So, yeah, Moxley uh, held no punches back. I mean, one of the best promos in all of the business. So he pulled out an open contract, title match on Sunday. He said it's signed already. I signed it. I'm going to leave it in the ring. He said, it means anybody, anywhere, anytime, any place. He said, somebody, you know, maybe from New Japan wants this shot. He said, whoever signs this contract, remember that you, before you step into this ring with me, I'm going to out-marathon you. I'm going to out-sprint you. I'm going to out-brawl you. I'm going to out-wrestle you. He said, he's a fire-breathing drag and a fire-breathing, blood-spitting, living embodiment of pro wrestling and an indomitable will personified. Wrestling John Moxley can be hazardous to your health. And that was the end of the promo. I mean, this is the top guy in the company. But this is maybe the top guy in the industry, bro. You gonna fucking argue with him? No. Now, at this point, I'm taking Mo- Moxley. I'm Moxley over Reigns right now, bro. Especially for the 2020 right now. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. This was incredible. This opening promo was great. It needed to start with Moxley, and it did. Chris Jericho, he was backstage against uh, Brian Danielson. He was asked about his match against Brian Danielson at All Out. He said, it's a dream match for most, but a nightmare match for one person, and that is Danielson. He said, Danielson was asked last week, if Stu Hart or Owen Hart were alive, would they, who would they pick to win? Jericho said they'd appreciate what he's done in wrestling way more, including changing the game. He said, these accolades are going to include beating him on Sunday at All Out. Daniel Garcia stepped in and pledged his loyalty to Jericho and apologized for how he acted last week. He says he knows he'll beat Danielson. It won't even be close. He said it won't, so he won't cheat or have help. He believes in him. Jericho smiled. He agreed with him. He said Garcia is the most technically gifted sports entertainer in the world today. 
He said, it's all fair in wrestling romance. So he told Danielson to watch his back. So Garcia here basically is kind of insinuating that he's he wants to join Jericho, but I know in, in the back of his mind, Jesse, he still wants to kind of, you know, respect Brian Danielson because Brian Danielson is his hero. Um, and I, I don't know what is going to happen here and where his allegiance lies, but it is a very intriguing one going into the pay-per-view. Do you think that Daniel Garcia is going to continue pledging his allegiance to Chris Jericho, or is this going to end up being Daniel Garcia joining the Blackpool Combat Club? Oh. A very intriguing story going into the it, it, man. right? I mean, it is. It's it's, 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 it's almost like it's almost like a, a, like a custody battle for your fucking youngest child. I, I know, right? <laughs> like like Dominic. Yeah. They, I, I think they they could go either way on it. Um, and it, and it would you know make sense, and I don't think you know too many people would really care because the story is leading to go either way. Either way, because right, because Garcia can 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 still double down and call it a whole rouge and still side with Jericho, you know. Or this could be a legit babyface turn, and maybe we get Garcia in the Blackpool Combat Club, you know. Or or maybe oh, if he turns his back and they don't, maybe they you know maybe they sick Wheeler Yuta on them. Then we get Yuta versus Garcia in a feud. I mean, it man it. It could go either way. What what if uh, what if Daniel Garcia doesn't want to hurt either one of Jericho or Danielson's feelings here? And he gets so fucking like he he gets so indecisive that Jericho is forced to do something to Garcia and Jericho ends up kicking Daniel Garcia out of the black uh, of uh, the JAS and he pretty much pushes pushes Garcia into Brian's arms and into the Blackpool Combat Club. I mean, it would make Jericho look like a prick. It would get him major heat and would actually give Daniel Garcia mega baby face reaction. Maybe maybe he doesn't make a decision and Jericho makes it for him. Could be too. I mean, if 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 Jericho just turns on Garcia, it would it would give more heat to Jericho and and get the fans even more behind Garcia. I think that I think I think it may be time um, for them to use the momentum that Garcia has going for him. Everywhere he goes, the crowd is I mean, obviously behind him, chanting at him, you are a wrestler, this is net. They give a shit about him now being a babyface. So I think turning back and going back heel, you run the risk of this turn not going this well down the road. When this is your chance, we know it's working right now, go ahead and roll with it all the way through. So I would go ahead and go with the full babyface turn with him. You know, I don't want them to. I don't want to see momentum drop off like they, you know, lost momentum for Wardlow and shit like that. He's white hot right now. Just keep going with it while it's working. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that being the case too. Uh, Brittany, not Baker, in the chat. This troll says, "Brah, you realize when people can't chat, they don't keep listening." Oh, really? Really? Now, I, I didn't know I had an analyst in the chat. JD is killing his own viewers by banning so often. So annoying to hear him get so touchy now that he's got a bigger following. Disappointing. Uh, Otis, 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 get oh Brittany not Baker God out of the chat. It. God damn it, Brittany. Get Brittany not more. Baker out of the chat. I'm killing my own audience. That's that's fine, honey. That's fine. I got to give people reason to fucking join the channel membership because I got a bunch of cool shit coming. And I get 3,000 oh. people every Sunday I go live. So suck my dick, Brittany not Baker. Get out. Well... I'm not sticking around to do this show if 
Britney, not Baker, is not watching, bro. Well, I'm sorry. What? I'm not. I'm not staying to do this show if she's not watching the stream, man. Britney, not ba- it may be Britt Baker, bro. Oh, she God, may be no. spying on on what we know. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so, man. Who knows? I'm still. Uh, I'm not blocked yet. Not, uh, man, me either. Maybe me she actually either. likes us. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Danielson and Jake Hager. This was a decent little match here. You know, Hager is pretty blah by himself, but he's in there with somebody like Brian Danielson. You're going to get a great match out of him. So we go to commercial break. And before we do that, Jesse, we get Hager driving him through the announce table on the outside. Fans are chanting, holy shit, holy shit. Hager rammed Danielson back first into the ring post twice. Then vertical suplexed him before rolling him into the ring to break the count. Hager mounted Danielson like MMA. And that was before, um, you know, uh, he was throwing elbow strikes down on him. Jericho said Hager won the world championship for me. And here we are, years later, terrorizing AEW together arm in arm. His good old buddy, man, his soldier, J.K. So uh, Danielson. Need a people, man. I know. Uh, Danielson landed uh, a beautiful dropkick, signature dropkick off the top rope. He got fired up. Uh, He went. Uh, and battled back with uh, Hager back and forth. Danielson eventually hit the Busaiko knee for the one, two, three, and Brian gets the victory over Jake Hager of the JAS. Afterwards, Matt Menard, Angela Parker charged out, attacked Cesaro, or Claudio came out. Wheeler Yuta ran out for the save as well. They fought to the back. Jericho grabbed the chair, ran to the ring. He asked Danielson to stand, but Garcia ran out. And all of a sudden, Jesse, Garcia ran and yanked the chair away from Jericho. Fans popped big for this. Danielson then recovered, surprised Jericho, who was arguing with Garcia, nailed a drop kick, and Garcia looked upset with how everything played out. And uh, and Brian, he walked by him just smiling at Daniel Garcia as he stole the chair away from Jericho, pretty much saving him from a beatdown. We'll see, man. And like I said, this 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 setup right here makes a a, a, a turn on 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 Brian. You know, it, it, it gives that gives that gives Garcia even more heat, even more heat. It just doubles down on this heat. And by the way, I think um, I think Garcia has been doing phenomenal heel work. Yes, I mean, on top of I'm not even going to talk about his fucking ring work anymore. I'm pretty tired of trying to explain to everybody how fantastic this man is a fu- in a fucking ring. Yeah, I mean he's just incredible. So that's that, that's that's said and done. Moving on from that, I think his heel work has been great. Um, we can see how his babyface work will go if they go that route. But if they remain heel with him, I wouldn't complain. His heel work has been fantastic. Yeah, uh, Danny Garcia has been uh, a very very. Um... Uh, I don't want to say a pleasant surprise. He was a pleasant surprise to me because I didn't really understand the hype with him coming in. So uh, I'm not surprised to see him live up to what everybody was saying, but uh, he's definitely been one of the best aspects of AWTV this year, for sure. Yeah, I didn't know that that he came in with fanfare or hype, to be honest. I had no idea because I'd never heard of him before or anything like that. But him and Wheeler Yuta have been a complete, complete, Breath of fresh wrestling air for me on AEW. I mean, just I wasn't expecting to see that shit coming like that. Yes. Uh, somebody in the chat, Bajan Mail, said Discovery is not happy with the cussing. You will get a little cussing here and there because the inmates run the asylum. TK has to toughen up or get an enforcer. 
Uh, that story was debunked. That is not true at all. Yes. I don't know where you're getting information from. That story is not true. So if you heard Discovery is unhappy with AEW, do not believe anything regarding that. And they're not moving dynamite to one hour. Fuck these trolls who think they want to uh, be journalists. They're not. There's some fucking fucking fat sweat hog living in their fucking basement, their fucking uh, basement apartment, and they're trying to act like they're a journalist in the community. Nothing like that is even true. Uh, it was discussed at the meeting that TK held that we should tone this down because they don't want to get, uh, you know, they don't, they don't pretty much want to get too close to the sun, basically. They don't, they don't want to upset Warner Media by doing something and being uh, reprimanded. So they're going to tone right. it down because they want to keep in good standing. You guys gotta, you guys gotta try to remember, man. Before AEW had this weekly reoccurring show, TBS and TNT, if they weren't airing professional sports, they were airing fucking CSI, fucking reruns, and fucking made-for-TV movies. There, there was they had nothing going on in these time slots, so they have live television with people tweeting and putting their network in the trending list every goddamn week. Yes. Bro, that, that, that is a network's dream. Yes. They are happy. Yes. Time Warner, Warner Media, whatever the fuck they are, they, they are very happy with what AEW is doing. Um, Hathaway. We talked, about, uh, we talked about Morrissey. He destroyed Ryan Nemeth, Peter Avalon, Cesar Benoni, and J.D. Drake. Pretty much took them all out. Hathaway handed him a business card. He took it. Shivani asked, what's going on? Hathaway got defensive. And that was pretty much it. I don't really understand why Hathaway got defensive, Jesse. What is he, what is he uh, ashamed of here? What, what, is he, what, what does he not want to disclose? He's, it's his, hey, his, fucking, his, his plan is not ready to be unveiled, man. Back the fuck off. He'll expose his plan when he's ready, bro. When he's ready. Okay. No reason to act like a jerk, though. No, no. Not to Tony Schiavone? fucking biz. Who the fuck is Tony Putting your hands is, on bro? Tony Schiavone, bro. Who do you think he is, bro? I don't know. Who's going to protect Tony Schiavone? Britt Baker? Might as well be. Yeah, she, I mean, shit, she can, shit. Stokely will be off TV in a minute, Jack. Alex Marvez, he was backstage with Will Ospreay. Don Callis interrupted. Don Callis actually tweeted me today. You see that? Did he? No, I didn't see that. What yeah. did he say? Uh, I said uh, I was very excited about seeing Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay in the same ring. I'm fucking excited to see it. And then he tweets, yes, and so is William. Callis <laughs> is still a dick, man. I'm not going to forget he was a dick to us at fucking... You got to love the hidden hand, bro. You got to love him. He was a dick to us, man. Anyway, we love uh, we love Don Callis here, man. Um, He stood backstage with Will Ospreay. Don Callis came in there and... Says he's been admiring Osprey from a distance and said he's fantastic. Well, Osprey may be the best pro wrestler in the world right now. He's absolutely killing it. He said people say he's the next Kenny Omega, but he's his own man. He said tonight this will be an exciting match for him since the last time and he and Kenny were in a tag team match opposite of each other. He says he's got uh, the Angels. He got the Angel. Um, the uh, what the fuck? I, I'm drawing a blank now. Uh, one winged angel. One winged angel. Yeah, he got the one winged angel last time. He said everybody's talking about him. He told Osprey he is the man. So Osprey at that point says, "Fuck this guy. Get him out of here." And Marvez, you go too. He doesn't want to talk. He's got to get ready. Britt Baker and Jamie Hader. Uh oh. Uh oh. 
Tony Storm and Hikaru Shida. This is the Women's Fatal 4-Way. It's taking place at the pay-per-view for the interim Women's Championship. we got a tag team match here with the baby faces and the heels going two-on-two. Storm and Shida get the victory here in about seven minutes. Nice little match that these ladies had. Not really all that exciting, but we got a nice little tag team match here. Baker was uh, going for an avalanche air raid crash because Bay Bay taught her that off the top rope. Storm fought off and hit a tornado DDT on Baker. She tagged out to Sheeta. I must say, Sheeta looks great. I thought Sheeta looked great tonight. Bro, on on my dark streams, and by the way, if you're just showing up, sub to my channel, join us on Friday to figure out, find out how to be a mod on this very channel. Um, On my streams, I've been saying for the last, probably the last month or so, because I remember when I started um, uh, watching Hikaru Shida when she came over, I was not a fan. I was not a fan at all. Over the last month, anybody that is here that is um, a, a regular on my stream will tell you I have been praising Hikaru Shida's work. Over the last month or so, she has been fan-fucking-tastic. She looked, she looked flawless tonight, man. And the uh, change in ring attire looked really good, too. I think that's the best ring attire she's had in a very long time. I think yeah, it, it, looks, it finally great. completes her. Yep. Um, a lot of people were upset with Jim Ross here. I, I don't know if you've seen what was going on around on Twitter, bro. Uh, people were upset at Jim Ross because Jim Ross says that uh, with Sheeta and, and the way she is now and her makeup and all that, that she's now Americanized herself. And he United even States said, audience. right away, he even said, I mean that in a good way, a positive way. Yeah, some people jumped on his throat. Didn't work. Didn't work. People jumped down his throat. I seen Denise uh, tweet something to get the fucking uh, troops rallied up. I mean, give me a fucking break. Give me a Why break. Why don't they leave this old man alone, give me dude? Is Jim Ross old? Yes. Does he say shit out of line from time to time? Yes. Should he not be on TV every fucking week? Yes. Should Tony Khan go get Mauro Ronaldo to fucking fill in and be the number one guy there? Yes. Yes. But Jesus fucking Christ, if you're going to get upset about what he said there, I mean, give me a fucking break. Give me a fucking break. I mean, I'm all about if you say or do something with malice intent and your intention is to be a dick and a prick and you deserve to be checked by social media, then you get what's coming to you, man. But the guy, I mean, he literally followed a statement up by saying, hey, look, I'm. I'm trying to put her over here. I'm, 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 you know, I don't mean this in a bad way. You know, please don't take this the wrong way. And that's exactly what they fucking did. Do we need to mention American Ice in her makeup? Fucking shut up. Fucking break. Yes, let me take all the fucking attention away from the match to focus on this one tweet that I put out and make it a big fucking deal, taking away from all the ladies working the match. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Fucking hypocrites. You're for women's wrestling, but then you want to fucking bless Jim Ross for a fucking comment that had no bearing on the match whatsoever. Gotta love social media, man. Gotta love social media. You're upset at that. Jesus fucking Christ. You're the same fucking people. People, that, I, mean, uh, I, I mean, come on, dude. Give the guy a break. He fucking loved, just lost his wife. Wrestling is all this guy has. He loves fucking doing it. And you guys want to fucking dissect every little goddamn thing he fucking says and does. Was Sheeta upset? That's the only thing that matters. If Sheeta's if she is fine with it, I mean, give me a fucking break. You should be fine with it too. Okay, moving on. Before somebody tries to cancel me for uh, stating an opinion on my show, you break. Um, Sheeta after the DDT gets the hot tag. Sheeta hit a meteora on Hater. 
<laughs> Jamie Hader. <laughs> Jamie Hader. Love Jamie Hader. But the pinfall is broken up by DMD. She had to hit a flying kick on Baker before pulling Hader off the apron. Tony Storm hit, hit the uh, hip attack. What, what does she call that again? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Chad, what does Tony the, Storm call the hip attack? It Somebody's, was the, 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 the fucking... Oh, God damn it. They'll, they'll, they'll let me know. They know everything. They know who Lexi Nair is dating to. They know everything. Yeah. Um, no, 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 so uh, Tony Storm hit the hip attack, and uh, Baker was in trouble and immediately floated over through the ropes into a tornado DDT on Hater to the floor. Looked very nice there by Tony Storm. Sheeta then hit the Kanata, a buzzsaw kick to the head of Baker for the one, two, three. Sweet, uh, cheek, sweet music. cheek music. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, chat. You know everything, man. Seriously. Seriously. Who's, uh, who's Jamie Hater dating? Do you know who that, is? That, that person is too? They know everything. Who's got the booty meat with them? I don't know. Um, bro, Britt Baker was pinned on TV. I, I, couldn't believe, I couldn't believe what I was watching, bro. Britt Baker, Brittany, was pinned clean on Dynamite, bro. This does not bode well for the pay-per-view. Weird. I know. After all the, all the, uh, all the uh, very, very critical but fair tough love we gave them last week. Wow, man. Britt Baker got a clean loss on Dynamite, man. Go ahead. Go figure it. What a shocker. What see, a guys, see, see, she's not my favorite. She took a pin. See, yeah, yeah. see. Now, either Brittany is winning the title on Sunday, or we're going with the original plan, and Tony Storm is going to end up pinning Hikaru Shida because Hikaru Shida, I mean, let's be real, she does, she doesn't have a chance of winning that title. So, at this stage of the game, here's what I would do: Brittany Baker. You know, I will it, take your title, Thunder Rosa. I mean, just can you pin this for people who are showing up late? Um, here's what I would do, man. I would go ahead, put the title on Tony Storm, give her a nice run, um, build her up, and I would go ahead and and go with the Thunder Rosa heel turn upon her return and feud her with champion Tony Storm. Yes. Simple. Easy. I think that's your money feud. I think we can build up Tony Storm to be a pretty damn good babyface champion. Um, and Thunder Rose needs to come back and just become a total bitch and demand her fucking title back, demand her opportunities, demand every fucking thing that she's been denied in her fucking last run. And she's not going to stop until she gets every fucking thing that she deserves because she is the fucking best. All of that shit. Turn her fucking heel and let her one fucking, let her, let her, let her and her fucking stable. I would still live to, love to see her pair with the renegade twins. Let her and her little mini stable run through the fucking women's division until she gets what she wants, which is her fucking title back. I think that's your money feud right there. I do not like Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I think her makeup is ridiculous. Won't warning, they just go ahead and warning just go ahead. Tony Khan. This is not allowed, does not compute. That's that's Britt Baker. Won't they just go ahead and and feud Britt Baker with Jay Cargill? They want to put a title on her so bad. They, they me, know bro. they want Britt Baker. Tony to Khan would have a fucking stroke, bro. Ingram. <laughs> you kidding me? This man would lose sleep. He doesn't sleep now. Yeah. The one thing. hour of sleep he does get, bro. He'd be fucking laying in bed thinking, oh, what am I going to do here? I can't do this. Just go ahead. Just put them two in a fucking feud. 
uh, uh, I mean, I don't know who's going to be babyface or what. Who knows? I think Jay feels a little bit. Jay feels a little bit like a tweener. I mean, more towards heel, but it feels like she could be tweener. But just make a decision among who's heel and who's babyface with those two, and put them in a feud. Bro, I don't have the uh, dodging that feud. Maybe we get. uh, Maybe we get Jamie Hader versus uh, Jay Cargill. I don't like where that's going to go. No. Not for Jamie Hayden. And what if Britt wins the title and then we get Tony Storm versus Jay Cargill? Nah. I could do with that. Nah. I could do with that. Yeah, I don't well, have I the could... sound effects, guys. I'm in New Jersey. I'm not in New York tonight. I could do. I could deal with. I could deal with. I got my other. Shake, I got my my first roadcaster, number one. I got Jesse's fucking piece of shit hardware. Oh, I got the God, updated that... stuff. Uh, you know, in parts unknown. The one you told me to get. So then you could, two you weeks could later, sell you could it call on it a eBay, piece of bro. Shit. You can you know, listen, bro. You go go and buy and sell it. Oh, and you can fucking want, robot man. with me, bro. We'll, we'll do it the fucking, fucking robot works. dance. Why am I going to do all of that for a fucking sound effect, man? It works just perfectly fine. All right. All right. Yeah. Rick Baker, your new women's champion on Sunday. I predict. Fuck no, man. Uh, Please no. Kip Sabian. I'm liking Kip's new look, bro. I got to admit. I think he looks great. Now, yep. will uh, his wife be with him? I don't know. I don't know. Um, she showed up on Dark. Um, no change. No, no change. change. No, I mean, same. Okay. In-ring work, same. I, I think that, we leave Kip by himself. Everything's same. I agree. I think Kip I looks agree. like a fucking Batman villain. I agree. I think I think um, Sammy and Tay has taken Kip and Penelope's gimmick. So Okay. Well, he was there. He, uh, he and Pac are having a match. He discussed what uh, was going on with all the uh, box over the head, and Sabian called it a meticulous, executed master plan. He said Pac fell for the simplest of ruses. Sabian said Pac will be the last to embrace the change. So we're getting this match on what Tony Khan is calling Zero Hour, which is really just an additional hour of All Out for free on YouTube, and this match is going to be on the pre-show. I don't know why they can't wait for Dynamite next week, but I'm not Tony Khan. I'm not booking the show. Yeah, what do we do? What are we going to do? Kip Sabian beating Pac? I don't think so. Or maybe he no. does, but I don't know why you wasted all this. This was the one thing that you're bringing Kip Sabian back for, and he's going to lose? Well, don't forget, some might not realize this, but Pac is actually a title holder. Pac is actually a title holder? Yes, in AEW. Yes, the All-Atlantic Championship. Yes. Yes, a yes, title. The, a title that he hasn't defended yet. Dude, let me tell you something. The FTW title has more importance than that goddamn title. So why do we have it? I don't know. I said that when that shit was minted. Why do and we was, have so many titles? Why is the Ring of Honor title, the pure title, being defended next week? Why? Uh, why? I don't know. TK, listen, man. I'm going to have to take you out for a couple of white claw and discuss this, bro. I can't take this shit no more. Really. The fuck, even man? Some of, you know, some of you fine people in this chat called me fucking crazy and negative and wrong because I said that champion was fucking garbage. That championship was garbage when they minted it. And now here we are. Hashtag Jesse was right again. It's been defended where? It hasn't been defended. I, I saw Has it, it on been Dark defended on Dynamite? Times. Because if you're going to tell me it's been defended on Dark, I don't watch Dark. Dark doesn't count. It was on dark. Fuck dark. That's about it. And it hasn't, it hasn't even been on dark in a while. 
It's not like we get it every week, every other week. We haven't seen it on Dark in a while. Why are we getting Ring of Honor on AEW? I don't want to see Ring of Honor on AEW. I want to see Ring of Honor when it's Ring of Honor. Seggy L, he, he defended that title on Dark overseas weeks ago. Over a month ago, probably two months ago. We have not seen that title on Dark in a while. Issa, you're joining very late and you missed one hell of a fucking discussion and you missed two bannings, two benchings that will go down in infamy. Issa, 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 Issa. That's my livelihood. What? Come on. What are you talking about? She said, fuck Dark. I mean, really, bro. I mean, come on, man. Fuck that's dark. my that's my livelihood. That's how my family eats. My dark reviews, man. Get out of here. We survived because of dark, bro. Oh, she says, forget the pin tweet. Sub to me. I'm trying to hit 20k. Jesus Christ, Issa. What the? F- I love. Now we ban we ban we ban Britt Baker's uh, troll account. And we, we, got, we got Nate Knight out of here because he was calling me a hypocrite because I wanted William Morrissey to sign with AEW. I think, I, I think the taco crew is done invading Issa, man. She's fucking Miro. Burying me. Let's talk here. about Miro, bro. Miro uh, talked about the House of Black. Uh, by the way, uh, for everybody upset at House of Glory for Sunday's show, I didn't book the show. So don't blame me. Okay? Uh, I just did my job. I was in and out. Man. Me and Solid Monster were in and out. You said you had a hand in creative, bro. I don't. No, nobody, nobody asked me anything. Oh, man. I walked in. I walked in, bro. Zelina gave me a death stare, and she walked away. Oh, man. That was the last hey. I seen of her all night. Not happy, huh? I don't know. She looked, she looked back, and she knew who she knew who I was. Okay. But they all wrestled great, man. House of Black wrestled great. I would have said, you know, I apologize to Zelina, but I'm not going to anger those three gentlemen, bro. She looked beautiful, though. She has blonde hair now. Does she really? Yeah. Did she blonde. wrestle? She did not wrestle. She didn't. Okay. She didn't go out there with them. She was in the back, watching the show in the back. Eight in ten Twitter accounts are fake, says expert. Eight in ten Twitter accounts are fake, says an expert. That's great. Elon Musk says, "Sure sounds higher than five percent." I don't know. They tried suing him. Did they ever get? Did they ever make him buy it? No. I don't know. Oh well, it was a non-issue. <laughs> they want their fucking money. Miro, talking about the House of Black. They all wrestled great at House of Glory, man. I, Buddy Matthews is so fucking good, man. Oh my goodness, he wrestled like a fucking madman. I bet on man. Sunday night. Black wrestled great. Brody wrestled great. It's just the booking. The booking was a little uh, unpleasant. The fans did not like it. A lot of DQs, bro. A lot of Bruce Pritchard. Oh, boy. Yeah. Not really great. Everybody's like, oh, you're going to review the show. Why am I, I going to review the show? <laughs> I, I, te- I told who I needed to tell what I thought of the show, and I'm going to leave it at that. You know? It's kind of hard to tell people and convince people to pay money to see the show, and then it goes off the way that it does. You don't uh, agree uh, with it. L- you l- told people to buy that shit. Listen, man. Politics, wrestling politics are fucking cancer. I fucking hate wrestling politics. It was all wrestling politics. Wow. You know? Um, let's see. Uh, Miro. We're getting this six-man tag. We got Miro, Darby, and Sting versus the House of Black. The enemy of an enemy is a friend, says Sting. 
Darby walked in. He spoke as well. Um, and Miro said that they will find his power. Miro said his opponents will leave wearing a mask that delivers oxygen. You know what I want to see from Miro right now? What do you want to see from Miro? CJ Perry. Yes. That's it. That's it. I want to see him wrestle more, but you've alluded to it so much. I want to see his fucking, his fucking, what does he call her? His, his, his super wife. Or what does he call her? I don't know what he fucking refers to. His hot to Russian as. wife. Yes. I mean, where is she? Stop talking about her or She may show her. up on Sunday, bro. Tony Khan's got surprises. Not a surprise. He keeps telling us that she's... Oh, God. She's coming Sunday. And I, and I mean C-O-M-I-N-G. Get your mind out of the gutter, clowns, okay? Uh, she's gotcha. coming to AEW on Sunday. Ah. Uh, AEW. Okay. C- yes, CM Punk. We talked about CM Punk already. Uh, we went over the uh, entire situation here for the first hour of the show. Uh, he had... A, a hoodie on, he came out, hands in his pockets. He looked all uh, all disheveled, and he looked upset and sad. So he's out there. He said on June 1, he broke his foot. He then wrestled an entire match on it. He said his surgeon said he pulverized the bones in his foot. He then said a week later, he got surgery, including three plates and 16 screws. I'm sorry, I said 16 plates before. 16 screws and three plates. He said that's 16 times more than this fat slob has ever gotten screwed in his life. So oh, I, 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 I did not hear that, but uh, I hope it's a heckler, bro. I hope it was a heckler. He said he got beat up in Cleveland and, and had to drive back home with just his thoughts. He said it's not the first time he got beat up in Cleveland, but something about all that just didn't sit well with him. He said last week he was cleared by doctors and the x-ray looked good. He said it's a new 100%. And this is the line, folks. It's a new 100%, and he's not sure if that 100% is good enough. His voice cracked. He put his head down, and he paused the promo. He's 100% pro, but he's not 100% mentally. Gotta listen to the words out of his mouth, man. He doesn't say anything that... Uh, he doesn't say anything that's not gonna leave a trail of uh, little fucking tidbits for you. Says he couldn't walk Larry... For two months, he felt he let him down. His sister was sitting front row. He felt like he let her down. He let the fans down. And he rushed back to perform in front of the fans because he loves everybody so much. He says he sees his little sister, like I said, sitting front row. He let her down. Maybe that love isn't just enough anymore. Ace Steel comes out. This guy, man, Ace Steel, his best friend, his trainer. And he slapped him around. So what, what, what are we doing? This is not what we discuss backstage. You're out here fucking doing your own thing. I didn't tell you to come out here and say that any of this shit. He said they're just not friends. They are family. He said he didn't let Chicago down. He filled an arena on a rumor after seven years being away that he'd come back to pro wrestling. And I'm not letting you leave now. He grabbed Punk and fucking shoved the contract in his chest. He slapped him around, yelled at him. This got Punk riled up. He yanked his jacket off. He got fired up and said before he was CM Punk, he... He was just a kid from Chicago, a punk kid from Chicago. He said he was born with a cord around his neck because they've been trying to kill me since the day I was born. He said, Moxley isn't that man. He climbed into the crowd where Moxley comes out of and called out Moxley. This is Chicago where the weak are killed and eaten. He said, at all out, Moxley can break his bones or drink his blood because we are Chicago. He signed the contract in the crowd, and that was the way the promo ended. Excellent stuff. I loved all of this. So this is two weeks in a row that punk got his ass beat in the ring. 
And you left out a crucial part. He said he was born a Christ hospital. Is that what he said? I missed the hospital part. Oh, yes. He was born at Christ Hospital. I know where Christ is because my Your children wife, you, were born. Oh. My children were born at Christ Hospital. Oh, okay. Christ Hospital is in Oak Lawn, Illinois. How far is that from Chicago? Uh, it's not Chicago. Christ Hospital is not Chicago. No. Where is it in Illinois? It's in Oak Lawn, Illinois. Oak Lawn, Illinois. Yes. It is so you're not. calling Phil Brooks a liar? Uh, no. I'm saying that Punk was not born in Chicago. But he just told you that he was born in Chicago. No, he said he was born at Christ Hospital. He, he says he's just Chicago. a punk kid from Chicago. From Chicago? Maybe he was born in the hospital, but he was raised in Chicago. Very possible. Christ is close enough to Chicago so that it's the level one trauma center around the south side. So if you get into any kind of major issue, shot, car accident, or whatever, they're going to rush you to Christ, which is in Oak Lawn, not Chicago. I don't know, bro. You want to take it up with Phil Brooks when you see him? Don't need to. He's not born in Chicago like me. Okay. I guess Jesse, Chicago made, and CM Punk is just a fraud. Goddamn right. Okay. Moving on, we got uh, Christian Cage and Jack Perry sitting down for a promo segment. This is where Jim Ross really shines. Christian told Jungle Boy that, he, that he'll be a has-been at the age of 25. Jungle Boy said he'd like to stare at Christian's smug face, but he cared about him. He said he loves him, but he's not sure if he ever truly cared about him. He said he'd like to think that this was the real him, but the new version is probably the real him. Christian said, this is the real him. I'm here to make money. Jungle Boy said his real father taught him what it means to be a man, and that's a lesson he's going to teach him at All Out. He said on Sunday he's going to not be wrestling Jungle Boy, but he's going to be wrestling Jack Perry. Okay, hold on one second. Spice Bands Reacts. Oaklawn is the name of the neighborhood in Chicago, JD. It's in Chicago. All right, Spice Bands, go look up the address to Christ Hospital. All right, look up the mailing address and then come back and apologize. Apologize. Well, I guess that hashtag Jesse was right can now be used. Apologize. Christ Hospital is in Oak Lawn, Illinois. Bro, that Bro, was a... I live here. Bro, that was a very good Jungle Boy uh, promo. <laughs> it was good. Yes. It was good. I'm very was... excited about this match. I think both of them are going to kill it. I think promos like this is what guys like Jungle Boy needs. The backstage sit down, get the, get the moderator, get the opponent. Um... Because, yes, Jungle Boy does need, you know, that kind of assistance with his promos. What I don't like is this is how they treated Thunder fucking Rosa. She doesn't need to be backstage with a moderator and all this other bullshit. I mean, someone like Jack Perry, yes, this is how you handle her promos and, and, let, and get them acclimated. But not to the women's champion. But this was out of the park by Jungle Boy. I've never seen him or taken him more serious than I have right now tonight. But where is Luchasaurus, man? Luchasaurus will be on uh, Sunday show. He will be revealed as either Christian's right-hand man or best friend of Jungle Boy. Could be. We'll see. Wardlow and FTR, they wrestled Silas Young, Vic Dupree, and Red Jones. The only one I remembered here, uh, or knew of, rather, is Silas Young. 
This match went one minute. FTR didn't really do much of anything outside uh, a little bit of offense from Cash, which was not really notable at all. This was all Wardlow after a triple powerbomb on Vic Dupree. Max Dupree. Uh, maybe he's re- re- relatives. I don't know. Maybe he's a part of the maximum male models, bro. We don't even know. Yeah. Oh, God. Man, what the fuck? Uh, one minute, Wardlow and FTR win. Bro, Listen. Listen, we got Wardlow on TV, man, on Dynamite. Somebody listen to the show. Somebody listen to what we talked about, bro. Or what I talked about. I ranted about it on Friday. Where the fuck's Wardlow? Why isn't Wardlow on Dynamite? He's your TNT champion. Build a fucking show around him. Telling you, man. I'm looking at Wardlow come through that fucking curtain, man, and I'm hearing Wardlow, Wardlow in Chicago, man. I'm thinking to myself, when this man is a free agent, this guy is going to be a multi- Multi-millionaire, man. Triple H is going to open his checkbook, and it's going to be open, man. He's going to sign for whatever he wants. It's going to be world champion, bro. Wardlow's going to be world champion in AEW, yes. In WWE. He's going to be He's going to be a world champion in WWE as well. Yep. yep. That man is going to be one of the biggest names in this industry. Mark my words. Yep. One minute. Mox walked out after the match. By the way, they're wrestling the Motor City Machine Guns and Jay Lethal at the show. It should be a good match. Mox walked out and said that uh, if that's what Chicago wants, they're going to get it. He better pull out another miracle because he's planning a display of brutality and pro wrestling violence that Punk has never experienced ever. He said it'll show the world between a fake messiah and the real thing, a legend being made right before your very eyes. Moxley still wanted to go off, but the music hit, and Tony Khan said, bro, listen, I love you. Get out of the ring. I thought he was going to say, I mean, cut that shit off. I'm still talking. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would have done. Yeah. So he got upset. He threw the microphone legitimately into the crowd, and somebody got a souvenir. <laughs> I think he threw it down the rampway. Kidding? Whatever. <laughs> you know, give a live mouth, a live mic to a fan. Yeah. Uh, Shivani, Shivani interviewed Dark Order backstage. Evil Uno and Vance were back there. Evil Uno said Vance has a leg injury. Of course he does. But they have a plan. Andrade El Idolo showed up. With Alex Abrahantes and offered money to join them. Evil Uno turned them down. Andrade beat Evil Uno with Vance's crutch. And then Abrahantes, not Abrahantes, fucking Jose Abrahantes. Uh, Jose had a taser and tried to tase Vance, bro. He tried to sh- shock him. Did Jose. I looked away from the TV for a second. And so in, in, like, in my surround sound, and I heard the taser out of the left side of the room. I started looking around the room like, what the fuck was that? And like, yeah. Because I didn't see I didn't see he had a taser in his hand. Yeah. I had no idea what that was at first. Tried to tase him. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why Andrade wants to enlist Dark Order. What is that about? Preston Vance is injured. He's not really injured. This is all storyline. Of course. All storyline to get Adam Page into the fucking tournament. I mean, that's Tony Khan's master I plan. Knew. I knew he was going to be on that damn team. The one seat. I mean, you, what are you going to do? Have a fucking match and have hangman sitting there being a fucking. Well, let me, let me, let me say, let me ask. Uh, t- n- n- first of all, number one, uh, the, the open contract. I forgot to mention this. The open contract. It's just coming to my mind now because it's in my fucking notes. The open contract. Moxley dropped in the ring at the beginning of the show. Right. The whole locker room should have been out there fucking having a battle roller for that contract. No. Oh, he still said, I'm going to get it first. All right. I guess they, I mean, nobody else ran out there. You know? All right. Number two, uh, Evil Uno was so injured from the attack from the crutch that it rendered him useless in the tournament. 
Is that what I'm? Is that what I'm trying to uh, decipher here? Could be. Well, Uno, no, Uno is fine. It's 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 Uno and oh no, it's Uno was going to fill in. He said, "I'm going to fill yeah. in for Preston Vance. We got a backup plan." So Andrade yeah. hit him with the crutch three times, and that's enough to take him out of the tournament. Andrade's a strong guy. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, if that's the case. Let him hit you with a fucking crutch. I'm not going to be out for the fucking tournament. Yeah, I'm sure you would be. I don't know, man. Anyway, <sighs> moving on. We got Adam Page. Best remixes. Ladies and gentlemen, JD has officially climbed back on the AEW bandwagon. I never jumped off, you fucking... You fucking retard. God damn it. He must have just got here. This I never jumped off. Get him out of here. Otis, stop. See, Otis, get him out of here, bro. Get, get him out. Yeah, you got you got four weeks to chat. You got four weeks to wait to chat here, and that's your fucking chat? That's your message? Get out. Uh-uh, go, go sit out another four weeks before you fucking say something fucking stupid again. Get him out of here. <laughs> Uh, we got a four-way. Four-way. We got Wheeler Yuta, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, and Dante Martin. All four of these guys are in the casino ladder match, bro. These guys are in the casino ladder match. We got uh, Claudio in there as well. We got Penta in there. And we got the mystery man. Who the mystery opponent's going to be, bro? I don't know. It may be uh, a newbie, a new newcomer, a new signee, and maybe somebody. Probably signed three or four more fucking people. Maybe it's Samoa Joe. Where is he? He's filming Twisted Metal. I did hear that. Okay. No, I heard filming wrapped up. It did wrap up. It's just finished wrapping up now. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't know who it is. I don't know who it's going to be, but we got a ladder match. Uh, I don't know when they're going to... uh, do the world title match coming out of the pay-per-view. I wish that they would hold on to it a little bit. Let's not do it, you know, just because it's a cool main event. It's got to be It's got to be who matches up against Moxley or Punk best. Who of these men matches up against Moxley or Punk? Claudio? Can we see Claudio win it? It's hard to say because we are really divided on who's going to walk out of Chicago as champion. Well, maybe it's MJF. MJF can't walk out as champion. Maybe it's MJF getting the title shot. Everybody's like, how are you going to fit MJF into the CM Punk world title? <laughs> maybe he, win, maybe he wins the ladder match. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring him back into a match. To be, I bring him, return him into a segment, making a statement. Yeah. But we could see. Could be, could, could be, though. We'll see. Anyway, this match was fun. If this match is any indication about what the ladder match is going to be, we're in for a really fun time on Sunday evening. Um, this was awesome. I love this. This went about uh, 10 minutes or so. Uh, Roosh was using some camera cables on the outside as a weapon because there's no rules on Phoenix and Yuta on the floor. Roosh managed to also beat Yuta into the ring for a little bit. Uh, he tried for a super, superplex, and he did. Martin cut him off. Uh, Roosh German suplexed him off the top rope into Phoenix before hitting a straight jacket pile driver on Dante Martin for a two count. And then Phoenix powerbombed Martin for a pin attempt that Roosh broke up. Martin hit a poison Rana on Phoenix, which looked ridiculous. Martin went for a nose dive, but Yuta cut him off. Phoenix hit a dive to the floor. Yuta did the seatbelt pinning combination and managed to pin Dante Martin one, two, three. So Wheeler Yuta is not winning the ladder match, is what this this match really kind of told you tonight. Pretty much. Yeah. If wrestling lure has taught us anything. Yes. 
Maybe it's Kota Ibushi. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Whoever it is, Tony Khan's got somebody planned. Tony Schiavone, he was with John Silver and Alex Reynolds. They said that they were going to do what they could with the tournament. If they have to wrestle one man down, they will. Adam Page walks in, offered to be their partner, wanted to make sure Dark Order got the success that they deserve for being his friend. So Adam Page is now going to be wrestling alongside the Dark Order against the best friends. Gee, Jesse, I wonder who's going to win this match on Friday. Hey, we don't know. You fucking we do, we, we do We do know. We, we, do, we do know. So we got Look, that match it, on Rampage. Is Rampage live on Friday? Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Live in Chicago. Hangman Page and the Dark Order versus Best Friends. QT Marshall versus Ricky Starks. And Sammy Guevara and Tay Mello versus Ortiz and Ruby Soho again. Why? Yeah. You know. Why? Yeah, well, I mean, what are, so what are they doing with Tay and Sammy? I'd love to know like, why I'm, we're seeing this match again. Yeah, I mean, so like, what is, so they, they have them pretty much paired up as, you know, uh, intergender team. I mean, are they, are they trying to elude to intergender titles now? Probably not. I'm guessing no. Bro, if, if Tony Khan adds another title, man, <laughs> I'm, I'm flying down to Jacksonville personally. Bro, to don't say, worry. Bro, what the fuck? Don't worry. Outside of the women's tag titles, there's no more new titles coming. All right, relax. We're good. Zero hour. This is the uh, all out before the all out. We got Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii because uh, Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston will not be wrestling because basically Sammy Guevara gave away the outcome of their match yeah, in did. his statement, which they, they made up and everything is now water under the bridge, which is nice to see. Awesome. Uh, Pack versus Kip Sabian and Hook versus Angelo Parker. I don't think Angelo Parker's going to win. I, I don't think Angelo Parker's going to last more than fucking 90 seconds. Now they, gotta, they, 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 they need to give... No, I, maybe I three minutes. I'll give him three minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I want to see some longer matches with Hook. Um, I think it's time we get to see some selling from him. Yeah. Um, but let's see. I've, I've, I've been on record saying I like the development of Hook as far as what we've been given of him. They do need to be careful because how over he is and how much is he loved, how much he's loved as a wrestler. Don't expose him too much because then we're just gonna start seeing the flaws that we know exist. They've been really good at hiding those flaws so far, though. Yeah. And then dynamite next week. ROH pure title. Wheeler Yuta defends against Daniel Garcia. Why? Because Wheeler Yuta and Daniel Garcia. Why? Who gives a shit what? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, I don't know. Because it'll be a great match? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Should be a great match, but I don't know why Ring of Honor titles are being defended on Dynamite. It's not a Ring of Honor show. There's a lot of story to be told with those two, but... Yeah, I don't know either, man. I don't know. Main event. I, I, I'm not going over this entire... This thing was fucking incredible. This, this match was incredible. This match was easily the best match in the entire tournament. This match was the very definition of why this tournament exists. This match is the very definition of why we wanted the trio's titles to begin with well before they were even in, implemented to TV. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks defeated the United Empire. This is Aussie Open and Will Ospreay. I think people need to start putting some respect on Will Ospreay's name. 
who's not putting respect on hospitals? I, I don't know. People online. There was an angle shot. This is per Dave Meltzer. There was an angle shot after Dynamite where Aussie Open and Osprey took out the Bucks and Omega, including Osprey using Hidden Blade on Omega. We may be getting Omega versus Osprey at Grand Slam. Oh, please stop. Don't, don't. Don't put that out there and it doesn't happen. Then it's your fucking fault. We may be getting that match at Grand Slam. They need, oh. uh, they need a huge selling point, bro, and that's going to be Kenny Omega's first match back. Who wins? I don't know. Oh. Oh. You talk oh. about wrestling Here. politics. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I guess TK would carry. I don't, I, don't see, I don't see Kenny Omega losing to anybody not employed by AEW, man. Yeah. Let's just put that out there, but I don't care. I just want to see the fucking match. You know, it may be one of those situations where we get it at Grand Slam and then we get it back at the uh, Wrestle Kingdom show in January and they just trade victories back and forth. Because I do think that with Forbidden Door happening and AEW using a lot of New Japan talent, I think uh, New Japan's going to want a favor in return. And I think that favor is going to be obviously FTR because they're the champions, tag team champions, and then Kenny Omega. I could see that. I could see all of it. Yeah. I could see all of it. Uh, this match was incredible. I'm not going to do it any justice. This match was fucking unbelievable. Five star. Guarantee Meltzer gives this five stars. Um, Don Callis on commentary. Always love him on commentary. Noted that Omega's shoulder brace was gone, and his rehab of the shoulder was going extremely well. Uh, that did not stop Will Ospreay from tearing off uh, Omega's compression shirt and ripping off the bandages that were underneath. So I really did like that. It's a good visual. Yeah, it was a great visual. So we'll pick it up from there. Um, Omega, he was hitting some offense here. He did some dragon suplex on everybody. Osprey came in, hit a hook kick before going for the os cutter. Omega countered. Osprey countered with the Tiger suplex. By the way, o Omega and Osprey started the match, which I was surprised by, but they went right for it. And then they picked it up again in the middle of the match. So they had two little uh, spots here in the match. So um, I don't think they they didn't they didn't. I was going to say they didn't, but maybe I looked away and missed it. I don't think they did a, a little, um, a little, um, like a Danielson and Omega moment, like before the match starts, let the crowd absorb what they were looking at right there. Yeah, I there. think that'll be safe for the one-on-one. -on -one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, they didn't do that. They, I mean, it was so hot. I mean, this has been boiling up on social media. I had some geeks online tell me, oh, there's no story in the, in the trios tournament. There's no story here. I'm like, give me a fucking, there's no story. The it's whole tournament. fucking tournament's about the it's Dark tournament. Order winning with Adam, Adam Page and fucking Elite. There's a story here with Omega and Osprey. Where the fuck have you been, man? You want to dwell on social media, but you want to miss the one big important aspect of this entire thing. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense, bro. Uh, Os Cutter, but Omega counted. Osprey counted the Tiger Suplex, hit a Rana to send Omega to the floor. Osprey went for the uh, Sasuke special, but Omega dodged it, hit a Dragon Suplex on the floor. Uh, Osprey landed on his feet and got caught in a dragon suplex. Aussie Open hit delayed vertical suplex on Omega, which I thought looked fucking brutal. I mean, Jesus, fuck. This guy's back two weeks. He's taking his suplex from those two guys off the top rope like that. Oh, my God. Uh, Osprey ripped the compression shirt off of Omega, ripped the tape off, which Jesse said was a great visual. Omega took a beating here. Omega made the hot tag. Nick Jackson comes in, runs wild. His offense is phenomenal as Nick Jackson. Ending with the moonsault into a tornado DDT on Osprey to the floor. Osprey got the knees up on a 450, and Osprey hit a snapdragon on Nick. Omega and Osprey started exchanging forearms. Osprey hit a Liger bomb on Omega that almost fucking folded him over. Bucks double teamed uh, Fletcher of the United Empire. 
hit a double super kick V-trigger combo with Omega for a two count. Nick Jackson went for the Meltzer driver, but Osprey cut him off with an os cutter and then hit Matt Jackson with a spiked tombstone. Jackson kicked out. He couldn't believe it. This was an assisted spike pile driver, spike tombstone. He did a, a, like a 450 into the fucking transition of the spike tombstone, which didn't indicator. need to be. He didn't need to do it. He just wanted to fucking tell everybody, yeah, I'm the fucking man, you know? Elite hit a triple super... Say again? It was an indie taker spot. It was an indie taker spot, yes. Yeah. Um, Jackson kicked out. Crowd, I thought that was it, man. I mean, that was the most believable near fall of the entire fucking match. Elite hit a triple super kick on Fletcher. The Elite hit Osprey with an indie taker, and then Omega hit Fletcher with the V-trigger and a one-winged angel for the win. Absolutely incredible six-man tag. Now, will we get this type of six-man tag at the pay-per-view? Probably not. But I'm not going to doubt uh, Adam Page and what he can bring to the table. Uh, at right. the end of this night, Jesse, this was this was an incredible episode of Dynamite. This was uh, everything Tony Khan said. This was uh, a go-home show that a go-home show should look like and feel like. And uh, we got the debut of Marcy, big cast. We got uh, an incredible main event. We got Punk Moxley set up and that great segment. This was a great show. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think TK got, um, in, in regards to the Morrissey signing, you know, that's when he was getting his big pops. You know, Tony Khan, when he was bringing in the free agents, you know, he bring in Cole, you bring in Danielson. Now, I mean, it's, it's almost feels like now he thinks that's the only way he can pop us. I mean, it, which is should not be the case. You know, we're happy with the roster that we have. We don't need more. I mean, look, if there's a megastar free agent out there, don't fucking you know, disregard everything I just said, you know. But other than that, we want to see something happen, happen with the talent that we have on the roster right now. Yeah. We'll see, man. I know he's got something else up his sleeve on Sunday, so uh, it's going to be a very newsworthy weekend, but all in all, outside all that, this was a great show tonight. Thank you guys very much for joining me on the podcast tonight. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Follow me on social media, at JD from NY206. That's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below if you have not done so already. I don't know why you wouldn't, because I'm here every day. I'm here with Jesse every Wednesday. And this is the best fucking live stream in the entire community, man. There's nobody better. Nobody does it like us. Nobody does it like me day in and day out. Make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. I see 1,383 likes. I need 1,500 minimum. So make sure you guys get that thumbs up. Super Chats are open. Get them on in. We got 10 new members tonight. Awesome, 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 awesome. What a great way to uh, start the month of September. People in the chat are telling me to check Fightful. What am I checking the fight? What am I checking Fightful for? Lance Davis Jr. What am I checking Fightful for? I don't understand what I'm checking Fightful for. We we checked about Bobby Fisher already. If that's what you're talking about, we talked about it. Anyway, let's get on with the super chat. It's gonna start at the top here. We got Joseph Taylor, three dollar super chat. Jesse and JD, I'm a boobs guy. Thank you, Joseph Taylor. I'm a boobs and ass guy. Who isn't? Right. Well, I mean, people who, I mean, okay. Tony Brown's a meat guy. Tony Brown with a 199 Super Chat. Team meat. A lot of meat in that match, bro. Joseph Taylor with a $3 Super Chat. The six-man tag, five-star match. Absolutely. Frank Aquilino with a $10 Super Chat. I appreciate all the hard work, JD. I completely agree. Britt is killing the women's division. Tony needs to win an all-out. If Punk wins the belt, this whole angle will be a waste. He got some booze tonight. Well, the heel turn in Chicago will fall flat. 
pretty much uh, some of the narrative that we talked about before, Frank. I don't think he's going to turn heel. I think it's going to be virtually impossible to turn him heel in Chicago. Matt Eagle with a 499 Super Chat. Punk and Mox sold me tonight that their match doesn't need to be title versus title to be a show stealer on Sunday. It sold me. I'm excited for it. Thank you, brother. Uh, Noah Takon with a three-month membership. Thank you, brother. How is Camille Toe doing? Camille Toe is doing fine, bro. She's in the uh, cellar down below, changing the kegs right now. Frag Dude with a two-month recommitment. Wow, two months. OTS, loving every minute of it. Frag Dude, thank you so much. Brit Not Baker. Go fuck yourself. Everybody loves being a VIP here. Sidro, the OTS resident comedian. $5 Super Chat. You're going to love this. What weighs more, a ton of feathers or a ton of Baron Corbin fans? A ton of feathers. There's no such thing as Baron Corbin fans. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> that's a good one, bro. That's a good one. Sidro, that's a good one, man. Come on, man. Yo, Corbin, I'm still waiting for you to hit me up, bro. My DMs are open. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. You know, me and Corbin, bro, listen, me and Corbin would have a lot in common. Believe it or not. We both love steaks. We both love our fucking whiskey drinks. We both love our heavy metal, right? Corbin, we have a lot in common, bro. Corbin's a piece of shit, though. This is what I'm told. I don't know why he unblocked me, though. I'd love to know why he unblocked me. Does anybody have an answer for that? Why did he unblock me after five years? So he can stalk you, man. I told you. But it, it... Possibly. I'm not going to say nothing bad. I, what you, I'm going to make the same mistake again. He sits around and thinks about you a lot, man. Maybe he hangs out with... Uh, okay. All right. Nope. Bro, if he, if he, bro, if he knows about me and, and willingly tweets out about... Well, who doesn't know about me in that locker room? Maybe he's a fan of the bro, man. I, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I don't know. Now, bro's got his own problems. We don't want to talk about that, though. No, man. Uh, Sidro, thank you so much, brother. Uh, Tyler B. with a 10-month recommitment. JD, you said we all wanted instant gratification last week. You're always spot on, brother. OTS for life. Thank you, Tyler B. What does that even mean? I don't know. He's saying something nice about me. Do you fucking mind? No, I don't mind. I just want to know what it means. Nicholas with a nine-month membership. Thank you, brother. Sidro. Oh my goodness, we got we got five, 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 five. Twenty-five from Sidro. Which WWE legend can't be trusted to wash your pet? George the Animal Steel. Okay. okay. All right. Not as good See, as the first one. No, you should have stopped at the first one. What did Mr. T say when he got hired to be a principal? I pity the school. You are one for three. (laughs) You are one for three. Where does Beth Phoenix shop online? Glamazon Prime. What happens when KO takes out a loan? Kevin Owen. <laughs> I like that one, man. I like that one. Kevin Owen. 
What do you call it when Randy Orton is doing the dishes? The wiper. <laughs> oh my god, man. Those those last two were those last two were great, man. I don't know. Jesse doesn't seem to think. Sidro, you're one for uh, one for six with Jesse. The RTG Noble of the 999 Super Chat. MJF is the Joker in the casino ladder match. He cashes in his contract on the winner of the main event to leave Chicago as champion. I could see it. I could see it. Sidro with another $5 Super Chat. Which wrestler no. never flinches? Oh, God, no. No. Alistair no. Black. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Sidro. Bro, Jesse, Jesse's not a fan, bro. He doesn't he's appreciate like the humor, bro. One for ten, man. Oh, Susan D. Ambrosio with eleven month membership, man. What's up, JD and Jesse? I'm feeling better about AEW tonight's Dynamite. It was awesome. I'm excited for all out OTS for life. Thank you, Susan. Fantasy K with a nine month membership. Just showing some love, bro. Mustangs rule. You better fucking believe they do. Especially mine. ECW Hardcore with a $2 Super Chat. TK must have heard your rant, JD. O OTS for life. Ah, maybe he did. I don't know. He got 50,000 views on Sunday, man. So. Uh, Michael Partham with a 199 Super Chat. Reports say uh, this booking was Mox's idea. Yes, we went over that last week, Michael. And Punk went along with it. Uh... Eugene Morgan with a $10 super chat. I get home from work at 10.30, and the proper thing to do is watch AEW first and then watch JD replay. But nothing like a live JD stream. I'll watch AEW afterwards. Either way, you do it, bro. We appreciate you. Noob Player with a $5 super chat. Jesse got worked, and he is angry about it. I don't know, bro. Did you get worked? Worked with what? Punk and Moxley. Yep. I got work. Jesse's bro. really angry, bro. Bro. He's foaming at the mouth and seething. You got steam coming out of your ears. Yeah, man. I can't control myself. Bro, if you want to donate with a super chat and tell me I got worked, I sure did. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. For the love of wrestling. $2 Super Chat. Today's my 56th birthday. Great wrestling in OTS. Yeah, brother, listen. Happy birthday, man. Happy 56. Some people aren't fortunate enough to reach 56, man. Happy birthday. True. Chelsea with a six-month recommitment. God, I love returning to the returning with the milestone. How is King JD and Sir Jesse? Hashtag OTS for infinity. I'm going to enjoy the cookie dough whiskey on fresh ice. I still got to get me some cookie dough whiskey. I don't know. Uh, listen, I, maybe I should go to the fucking store and check this shit out. Maybe Chelsea's I'll do that. Awesome. Maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Chelsea's awesome. She's a regular in the VIP on uh, my channel. There you go. We love Chelsea. Antonio, new member. Thank you so much, brother. What are you drinking tonight? Ricardo Linnell with a 499 Super Chat. Nice to see AW's rounding back into form. Keep raising the bar in the IWC, JD. Fuck the Burger King, Baron Corbin. Bro, I had Chick-fil-A today, and it was fucking glorious. It's fast food, man. I know. I was, I was, for some reason, I was in the mood for it. 
But you said you don't drink fast food. Not drink fast food. You said you don't eat fast food. Uh, well, I mean, listen, I wanted some chicken nuggets. What? You know, you know. Th- to be fair, to be fair, their chicken nuggets are breaded. Their chicken nuggets are not fried. They're breaded and fried, like all nuggets are. Yeah, but they're not as fried as fucking McDonald's nuggets. They're less fried? Yes. So they're raw. No, they're not raw. How do they cook them? They're, bro, they're not, they're not like McDonald's nuggets and Burger King nuggets. Someone please tell JD how they make chicken nuggets, bro. They have good nuggets, man. Battered and deep fried, bro. Bro, they're not, they're not over, they're not fried. It was a cheat day. Yes, Chelsea said it was a cheat day. Yes, I was out shopping and I wanted some some Chick-fil-A. It's y'all boy, man. Oh. Is that a New York thing? What? It's y'all boy. Who? What? What's a New Where? York thing? Nah, I don't know. Nothing. I'm in Jersey, bro. I'm not in New York. Oh, that's worse, man. Yeah. Ugh. Jeez. They lying to you, JD. I right, listen, man. Uh, they're not. They're not as fried as the fucking nuggets in McDonald's. That's all I know. Uh, Chris with a two-month membership. What's up, JD? Two months in the fine establishment. Do you and Jesse think McIntyre wins at Clash of the Castle with his Broken Dreams theme? Yes. I think, anyway. I don't know. Um, I have to guess at it. I mean, I think the safe guess is no. They stick with Roman. I think maybe they save Roman for Cody. I, I would like to see that, but uh, if he comes out to Broken Dreams, I find it very difficult to see him losing. Maybe his Broken Dreams. Maybe it's maybe maybe yes maybe it is uh, insinuating something else yes yeah Drew McIntyre's broken dreams uh, Chris thank you so much Daniel Bravo with a four ninety nine super chat hey JD I've been trying to become a member of your channel but I don't get the join button I don't know what to tell you brother it's try right underneath device. the video bro it's literally legitimately right underneath the video try a different device computer phone tablet uh, yeah it also yes. Um, it's got to be PC. It can't be phone. It can't. It's not. It's not an Apple device. It's not. They're coming to Apple devices soon. I don't know when, but you got to do it on PC, bro. You can't do it on Apple. You can do it on uh, Android and PC. Uh, Cam G with a ten dollars super chat. JD, the chat is hilarious. Most of these comments are doubting you and saying you're wrong. Never thought I'd see the day. I'm not wrong about anything. Nobody's wrong about anything because nothing has happened. All we have is our opinions. Your opinion is not wrong, guys. And we got the bad seeds out of here, Cam G. Don't worry about it. Uh, 813 Car Guy with a $10 Super Chat. Who cares what they did last week? What they did this week makes all the sense in the world. JD said it best. Let it play out. Thank you, Car Guy. Bray Wyatt attacks Roman Drew wins. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't think Bray comes back yet. Drew Gilmore, buddy, what's going on, man? 999. Hey, guys, here's the scenario. MJF helps Punk regain the world title. Former duo. MJF restarts his feud with Wardlow. Takes and builds up the TNT title. Modern day two-man power trip until MJF turns. It's a possibility. How many of these scenarios are actually on the desk of Tony Khan? I don't know. I'd love to know. The two-man power trip wasn't all that good, though. I know Tony Khan is a historian, but I don't think I'd go back in history and redo that. No. 
Gary, the new man with the $10 super chat. Imagine telling, imagine JD telling everyone what is going to happen last week and everyone being pissed because it happened. You're going to get a migraine trying to explain this, JD. Uh, listen, bro, I know what I said last week and I'm sticking to it. I mean, I don't know what the fuck you guys want from me. So, so check this out. I'm just looking over this, um, the sub button to join. Yeah. It's fucking weird. So, you know, I have two YouTube accounts. I have my my regular account and I have my Shatown Smart account. When I click the join button to try to join the crew on my regular account that says Jesse, I get I see the discount for two forty nine to join. But when I do it for my Shatown Smart account, it comes up four ninety nine. I have no idea, difference. bro. You may, a, you may I, have to be... Uh, are you in the YouTube partner program? Yeah, you are, because you're monetized. Yeah, yeah. The YouTube... So, the Shatown Smart account is on the YouTube um, program. Yeah. My other account, my personal account, is not. But my personal account is also uh, um, a YouTube premium account. That could be why. That could also be so why. That is a difference right there. Yeah. So I don't know. I was wondering about that. So I looked that up because I, I couldn't understand why I was coming up half on some of them and half on. It's weird. That may be the reason why. Um, Steve K with a new membership. Thank you, Steve K. What are you drinking, brother? The venue's got anything you want, man. You want whiskey? You want gin? You want vodka? You want some tequila? They got it. What do you want? Austin Whitley with a $5 super chat. Was in Cleveland last week for the show. Disagree here, JD. Don't listen to the online haters. Love the banter, boys. Excited for Clash and all out either way. Love the comment, bro. Love the charisma and personality there, bro. Thank you. Oh, the enthusiasm. Uh, 813 Car Guy, $10 Super Jack. Jesse, this pay-per-view is weak. You have to remember it's not just Chicagoans in the arena. These people are from everywhere. He says it's not just Chicagoans in the arena. Right, no. These but, people are from everywhere. So the pay-per-view is weak? Yes. Because not everyone there is from Chicago. Is that what he's saying? I don't, wanna, I don't I, understand. I, I, the yeah, I don't, really, I don't really get the, the comment there, car guy. The pay-per-view yeah, doesn't look weak. The pay-per-view actually on paper looks great. Joseph Taylor with a $2 super chat. Punk turn, if Punk turns heel, he needs to be 2012-13 Punk. Bro, I'm not going to tell Phil Brooks what he needs to do. Phil Brooks is going to do what he thinks is best, and we're going to follow. Best in the world with a $5 super chat. How was CM Punk scared of wrestling Moxley after a broken foot, but he went long against Darby after being away seven years? Nonsense. Because he didn't have any broken bones going into wrestling Darby Allen. I, no, wait, that's a good fucking point. Wait a minute. Ring rust, seven years? That's a good point. Me and being mentally out of the match, and you going up against a young fucking spry? Bro, wrestling after seven years, wrestling after seven years is a lot different than wrestling after breaking your foot and being out two months. How do you, now, now, how do you know that? Please tell me that. Because it's like getting on stage and playing in a fucking band, bro. I felt that way. How do you know that is the same thing? How do you know that? I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there, bro. I'm, I'm giving some personal experience to, to answer the question. I don't know that. I want to know how you know that. Because I used to play music for 10 years. Did you wrestle 
after well, seven wrestle. years off and then wrestle after a broken foot. I don't wrestle. Bro, Punk has always been confident in his abilities. The only thing that would be holding Punk back in that situation is fucking up because he was away for 10 years or seven years. But putting on a great match, he's always got that in him, and he did. And he did fine, and he got better as, along, as he went along the way. Yeah, he went longer than four or five minutes, too. <laughs> this fucking guy. Jerome Walker. Thank you, best in the world. That was a very uh, viable question. Jerome Walker with a 499 Super Jack. Jesse's reason for hating the Moxley Punk feud are similar to his taco recipes. Boring. Fantastic. Love the show. Jerome from Philly. Fantastic. The Gibson with a 199 Super Chat. No message. Thank you, Gibson. Car guy. This show is gold. Bravo, JD, and Jesse with a $10 Super Chat. Thank you, brother. Gary, the new man with a $10 Super Chat. The story is he got hurt. He came back too early to challenge for the belt. Foot was still injured. He lost this week. He was questioning himself easy. There you go. Exactly what I said. Yeah. I don't see anything wrong there. It's perfect. Ross Holt with a $5 Super Chat. That crowd wanted MJF when Mox put that open contract in the ring. Probably were disappointed when Punk came out. Yes, there was an MJF chant. Yes. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Everybody wants MJF back. He will be back soon. Rathuel, $2 Super Chat. Are you still in touch with Cronin? No. No. He's got his cronies over there making fun of my automatic Mustang and the fact that I, uh, the fact that I have one and... To them, I fuck my cats. So, I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not in touch with Cronin. More bullshit Ooh. coming out from that side of the things. Uh, that side of things as well. What? What? Who? Who? What? I don't know, bro. We got 3,300 people in here, man. How much did Cronin have tonight? 200? Thanks, Rathwell. Uh, Gibson, 499 Super Chat. JD is explaining why this feud is happening, and Jesse is saying the why doesn't matter. If how it went down is trash, I see both points. That's why we discussed it, bro. We want to bring discussion to the podcast. That's what a podcast is, right? There you go. Vernon F. with a $2 Super Chat. It's Wednesday night. Block a mite with JD and Jesse. Yes, because the trolls are uh, waiting four weeks to give their I- irrelevant opinions, and then they're blocked and have to wait another four weeks on their burner accounts. That's why. Art Lewis with the new membership. Art, what are you drinking, brother? Treehouse with a $5 Super Chat. No message. Elite Soldier, $5 Super Chat. Epic debate between you two. I love the back and forth. You can keep going for hours as far as I'm concerned. OTS for life. Elite Soldier. Thank you, brother. Uh, Deshaun Peace with a 199 Super Chat. CM Punk needs to bring back the fire burns, or this fire burns, by Kill Switch Engage. No, he doesn't. No, Why? He doesn't need to bring that back. Big Kane, 23, with a 499 Super Chat. When I think of Enzo, I think of when he forced Pac to leave WWE and the times they had to stop matches because of injuries. That's all Vince McMahon, bro. That was when Vince McMahon was in charge of 205 Live. DRG with a 199 Super Chat. We need Kenny Omega versus Osprey at Grand Slam. Yes, we do. Justice Chance. With a new membership. Justice, what are you drinking, brother? Harv with a 179 Super Chat. Punk versus Claudio at Grand Slam where Punk turns. I think Punk is going to turn regardless. If it's against Claudio, I don't know. We'll see. New York is possibly the place to do it. Yes, Eric Massone, I have an automatic Mustang. 
In fact, I have a V4 EcoBoost, 330 horsepower. Do you fucking mind? Bro, bro, don't tell people that. We're trying to make you look cool. Wait, no. He, he got the V8, guys. He's just trolling. <laughs> bro, they don't He's make V6 the, anymore. He's got the V8. They don't make V6 anymore. Right. They don't make V6. I got a V4, guys. 330 He's horsepower. Got the, He's got okay? the V8. Oh, God damn it, bro. I don't, the, bro. I, I, listen, man. I don't have a Cobra. <sighs> I don't have a you Shelby, a, bro. What, what, what the fuck do I need one for? You don't need a Cobra to get a V8. You can get a GT and get a V8. I don't need one of them. Oh, God damn it. Guys, he has one. He's he's just trying to keep it, you know, low profile. Bro, you know, how many pictures to... of my car have people seen online, man? You would see the fucking Cobra logo. Oh, it's not a Cobra. Shelby, whatever. GT. Whatever. Oh, my God. I, I tried. I tried. Uh, Harv, thank you, bro. Dom Wapo with a 199 Super Chat. Do you think Tony dropped the ball with Swerving Lee? No, I don't. They're no. tag team champions. How the fuck did he drop the ball with them? Oh, no, they're fine. Suprit Ramnathkar with a 100 in his currency. I don't know what that is. Rupees. House of Black may be coming after JD next. No, they're not coming after me. I think Zelina is great. And I think the House of Black is awesome. I can't wait for House of Black to be treated better on AEW television. I'll tell you that. And Malachi is not leaving AEW. Don't believe the shit. Uh, J-Man with a new membership. Thank you, J-Man. Triple M with a 499 Super Chat. JD's beard is God tier. Back and forth between you and Jesse was fire. And King's Fall, Smite of Moraine, best D2 pulse wifer. Uh, yeah, I got one. Uh, I got one of those. I got, uh, I believe I have Demolitionist and uh, something else. What do I have? Let me see. I'm going to check what I have right now. You got the pulse and the hand cannon? Yeah. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! This guy uh, mentioned uh, Destiny Two. I got, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta see. Guardian. Kakis said, said the the hand cannon and scout rifle are broken. Oh yeah. I didn't see the I didn't see a review on the. Yeah, post I got uh, I got the Smite of Moraine. There you guys see right there. Okay. Uh, I got Demolitionist and Steady Round. Uh, Demolitionist and Swashbuckler. Oh man. That's a decent little roll there, right there. Wow. So, um, yeah. And I got the hand cannon. I got one for all and explosive payload. Ooh. Cactus said that's a god tier roll, but uh, incandescent is what everybody wants, and I don't have that. Or you can get Firefly and Dragonfly on it, and uh, really have some fun with that. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't see the point in the the, the dragon and the Firefly. I mean, I, I get the two element explosion and everything else. It just seemed like one explosion is good enough, and give me something else in the other spot. Uh, Armando Herrera. Sorry, JD. I'm unsubscribing. Good. I don't fucking need you. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> Four-cylinder automatic Mustangs around. Um. Uh, zero. I use DIM. Yes, I do use DIM. Yes. Uh, Christopher McKennett with a new membership. Thank you, Christopher. What are you drinking, brother? And Triple M, thank you for the compliment on my beard. I take great care of my beard. I think I'm going to grow it out completely. Uh, spice from, from, your, from your neck? No, I, no, I'm not becoming a, a, Cor, a Corbin neckbeard, no. 
okay. I will take care of my beard. I am not. A, I don't know where the fuck. I don't. People think I'm a neck beard. I live in my mother's basement. I live in a fucking basement apartment. Uh, I live with my mother. Uh, I I fuck my cats. Bro, I mean, everybody everybody goes to the default insults when they don't really have a legitimate one. If you have a legitimate insult that's actually pertinent to the person you're talking about, I'll actually listen to it. But if you just go to the default, oh. You, this is mother's basement. Do, oh, do, do, okay, do, that do, means do, you have nothing. That do you want to know, you do you wanna know how right Jesse is? Do, do you want to know how right Jesse is with that statement? Ryan sat and tweeted Baron Corbin exactly that. He's like, no, he lives in his mother's basement. Because Baron See? Corbin says, I live in a tiny apartment. And Baron Corbin says, correction, Corbin. He lives in his mother's basement. Wow. Wow, Satin. That's oh. a great fucking joke, man. Where, where, where'd you find that material, bro? I mean, what did they... What kind of? I don't get that. I mean, come with something pertinent. You want you want you want a pipe bomb here? Go go clip it and tweet it to Satin. Satin's a fucking cock sucking nobody. Okay, Satin's a nobody. Without the whole WWE locker room hates Satin. By the way, number and Jesse's not a part again. The whole locker room hates Satin. Satin's a prick. He's a cocksucker. And Satin is a fox shill. Without Fox, Satin's nothing. Okay, Satin's jealous of me because we do. Four times the amount of viewers than Satin. And, and, here's the kicker. Satin knows that without Fox, he's a nobody. Who is Satin without Fox? Is Satin an influence? Who the fuck is going to come out and publicly say, oh, I'm influenced out of podcasting by Ryan Satin. I'm influenced to start a YouTube channel by Ryan Satin. Nobody. Nobody. He knows he's a failure. Guy's been jealous of me since the day I started, man. <clears throat> Jesse, listen. Um, the comments of JD are of JD alone and not the comments of Shytown Smart or Shytown Smart Productions or its affiliates. Bro, listen. Um, when you go stalk porn stars at Whole Foods in the produce aisle, bro, please tell me what vegetable choice is on the menu, okay? And Sam Roberts is a cocksucker, too. The last professional bot podcaster. Fuck out of here. <laughs> He's in the comment section over there, too. Oh, he lives in his mother's basement. Oh, really? <laughs> if I showed you where I really live, I'd shut every one of you up, but I don't want to do that. Put your, Jesse will put be your, over the house eventually. Put your mortgage slip in the chat. Really yeah. show them up. Yeah, what is, what is, yeah put your mortgage it. slip in the chat. <laughs> I need to what? see it. I don't hey, believe I will... you. I will never, ever, ever, ever defend myself from a, or oh, you live in your mother's basement comment. I just feel like you know I don't, and you have nothing better, so that's all you got. I won. Yeah. That's all you have, huh? Uh, Spice Bands reacts with a $10 Super Chat. Hey, yo, Jesse, my bad, big bro. You're right. Oakland, Oaklawn is five minutes outside of the city. JDBC and Jesse collab in the future. The IWC Forbidden Door. There you go, bro. I saw somebody say Oaklawn was 20-something minutes away. That is false. Oaklawn is pretty much walking distance to Chicago. It is very fucking close. But it is absolutely and definitively not Chicago. It is not a neighborhood. It's not like Beverly. It's not like Inglewood. It's not like, no. It's its own town, its own mayor, its own police force. It's its own town. Yes, uh, yes, Eugene and Russell. Yes, don't forget racism 
And the fact that JD has a two-inch penis. Yes, because everybody knows oh, yes. my well, penis size. Yes. Well, yes, they, they do get some of these stuff right. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, JD's a racist. Yeah, I love that one too, bro. Just... Yeah, come to the fucking meet and greets, man, where, uh, you know, it, it, it's more it's more ethnicities outside of uh, being just white folk coming out. It's more it's more Puerto Rican and black I... and, 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 and Mexican folks coming out. Okay. You know, I have it's ridiculous. Way... I have way more respect if you say you don't like someone and you come with legitimate reasons with legitimate issues other than, oh, he's a neck beard. Okay. That, what the fuck does that mean? You live in the basement. What? No, I don't. But what the fuck does that? Okay. Well, you have nothing. You have fucking nothing. <laughs> Basically what you're saying. I have nothing, but I hate the guy. Okay. You hate him. That's great. But come with a better fucking insult. That's trash, man. Spice Band reacts. Yo, JD, I've been watching you since I was 12, and now I'm 19. You're a part of my childhood. How does it feel to be looked up by thousands of people? It's the best feeling in the world, bro. I appreciate it. If you find any influence in what I do here, man, I appreciate that. I'm Torch with a 199 Super Chat. Have y'all heard the new Julia Hart theme? I have not. I have not. I didn't even know she got anything. Jedi Joker oh. with the two dollar super chat. JD, when can we expect more CNC with you and Hodge? Uh, hopefully soon, man. You know, I, I've been, uh, I haven't been, I haven't been really, really stable in what I do, man. You know, a lot of uh, on and off days. You know, dipping from depressed, depressed to, to sad to happy, back and forth. You know, so we'll see. Hodge, Hodge was going through his own shit earlier this year too, so we'll get back together. Zero Kaiba with a five-month membership. JD, I don't normally engage with people on Twitter, but seeing Corbin and the other E-Drones speak lies about you generally angered me. OTS for life. Bro, none of it's true. Don't worry about it. None of it's true. Everybody is just uh, fueled by jealousy, man. They wish they wish that they had uh, the social media presence and online uh, career that I have. Jericho, 8131, $10 Super Jazz. Sonny Kiss should beat Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. If Bryce signed with AEW, do you think he'd be lost in the shuffle given the state of AEW? Just kidding about the Sonny Kiss part. Much love, bro. Thank you, bro. I was about to bench you. I really was about to block you, bro. Uh, Bray, he's not going to AEW. He's signing with WWE. MGM Ballin' with a $49.99 Super Chat. I think Punk wins... Cuts a heel promo on Wednesday. Eddie Kingston challenges him from Grand Slam. Punk wins there. Then MJF makes his return and attacks him there. This way it feels like he's really not supposed to be there since he doesn't have to fly in. I could see, listen, Ballin, I think that's a great idea. I could absolutely see all that happening. Eddie Kingston getting a title shot in Queens? I think that would be fantastic. Excellent. Steven Escalante with a 499 Super Jeff. Fired Bruce Pritchard and sent him back to Impact Wrestling. I don't. I, I think that would be. Uh, I don't even think that would be worse punishment for Bruce. There's. There's no way. There's no way that Eddie Kingston can face CM Punk and lose in New York if CM Punk is not heel. There's no way. If he goes in as a babyface and beats Eddie Kingston in New York like that, he'll get booed out of the fucking arena. It may be difficult, yes. Drizzy Drew with a 499 Super Chat. Yeah, I think TK heard your rant. He kind of alluded to it on Busted Open. Did he? 
I don't listen to Busted Open. Should I don't I? listen Everybody to Busted Open. Busted Open. What, what do you mean, Drizzy Drew? What did he allude to? The fans are always right, is what I read. Maybe he meant it in a sarcastic way. I'm not a fan, bro. I'm an analyst, okay? I'm not only a fan. I'm an analyst. Sidro. Uh-oh. Get ready, Jesse. Sidro's got two more. What is a fish's favorite WWE superstar? Finn Balor. Where is Jimmy Hart's chin? South of the mouth. <laughs> Bro, that's a good one, man. That's a good one. Drizzy Drew with a 199 super zap. Sidro, Jesse told me we need more jo- we need more jokes. Cash the kid with a 199 super chat. Will Jesse do any WWE reviews in the future? Um, if he wants to. If he wants to. He's always welcome on the show. That's not my, a problem. My plate, is, my plate is normally pretty full, man. I mean, chasing around a fucking set of young twins is a little bit more time consuming than you guys might think. So it actually takes a lot out of my free time to do the, the small shows that I do. So, I mean, even the impromptu show that we did about um, the backstage fucking yeah. politicking by Britt Baker, I mean, JD would tell you, I had to fucking hurry up, hop on. I had to get off yeah. before you guys did the suit because I had to go get dinner ready. I mean, it's it's a lot, but we'll see. But as of right now, I just don't know. Kedrick, is that you in the chat? Orlando Wolverine. JD and Jesse, I'm broke, so I can't super chat. But what's up, my guys? Just home from work. We'll go back and watch Dynamite going to Worlds Collide, then watching All Out. Kedrick, uh, I've gotten Kid. invited. Bro, I don't know what's going on, man. You can, maybe you can tell me. I've gotten invited to every NXT show for the last four weeks. I was actually thinking about going to last week's show. And I got invited to Worlds Collide, but I can't go. My boy, Kid, Orlando Wolverine. Sup with you, bruh. Sup with you, Maybe your one bruh. of these weeks you'll see me down there, man. They're giving away free tickets, so why not? And who doesn't like Orlando? Uh, Cash the Kid. Will Jesse do an, uh, maybe. Um, NBA Youngboy Fan 199. Corbin and Satin are clowns. Hashtag OTS for life. Uh, Corbin, you can hate Corbin, but Satin is a fucking cocksucker. Sidra, $5 Super Chat. What does Roman Reigns drink at a birthday party? Superman Punch. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> I think we got two out of 20. Tornicade with a $2 super chat. YouTube unsubscribed me last night. Silenced. I'm sorry, brother. YouTube's got to get their shit. There's nothing I can do there, bro. And everybody knows why I do four weeks to chat in the, in the live stream. You see the trolls. 813 car guy. No, it's pay-per-view week, not week. My bad. I'm sorry, bro. I must have read it wrong. Uh, Drizzy Drew with a 199 Super Chat. JD, we need to add a Sidro stand-up stage at the venue. Not for going two for 20, you don't. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Tan May with a 33-month membership. Oh, my goodness. I think MJF shows up at All Out. We could see it, Tan May. And by the way, NXT I heard was very good last night. Bro, they booked Ricochet versus Carmelo Hayes at the pay-per-view. Oh, wow. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, is that going to end well for Ricochet? No. No, Carmelo Hayes is not getting called up yet. Soon. $20 Super Chat by 813 Car Guy. Uh, thank you, brother. Uh, very generous tonight. My comment meant to say it's pay-per-view week, so the fans aren't necessarily all punk fans. Fans in Chicago right now are all over the place. Sorry for my screw-up. Here's another 20 bucks. Ah, now it makes a little bit more sense. Okay, break it down. What, is he, what did he mean to say now? It's pay-per-view week, so the fans aren't necessarily all CM Punk fans. Fans in Chicago right now are all over the place. That's why you heard some booze. Um, Possibly. Uh, Possibly. Bro, bro. Okay, fine. For the sake of not feeling like getting back into this shit, sure. Uh, Carl Peterson with a five-month membership. What's up, JD? Tell Jesse his tacos gave me a stomachache. Not eating it again. Shout out to you guys. Four thumbs up emojis. You can't have any more of my fucking tacos then. How you like that? How you like that? L. Garcia with a $20 super chat. No message. I'm sorry, bro. Maybe you get tacos from that fucking Thunder Rosa taco truck out back. L. Garcia, thank you, man. DJ from Florida, 310, with a $10 super chat. Hey, just got here. Did you hear that Bobby Fish is not renewing his contract with AEW? Courtesy of PWI Unlimited. Reported about a half an hour ago. Yes, that we talked about it earlier, bro. the health inspection. We talked about it. Joseph Teller with a $2 super chat. Sat and blocked me. I said he doesn't watch AEW. Oh, so Satin's a cocksucker and a fucking snowflake pussy. That's great to know, Joseph Taylor. Thank you so much. Triple M with a 199 Super Chat. Satin, maidenless? Does he touch grass? No. The only thing he touches, the only thing he touches is, is the asparagus in the produce aisle because he's looking at the next porn star to walk into Whole Foods. And he was lucky it was a Bella Danger the first time he did it. Either he's a fucking complete psychopathic freak or he does actually have good taste in porn stars, which Abella Danger may be one of the top. I'm going to go How with do you option have A. Clean running water in a fucking truck. What are we talking What are you talking about? I'm just saying, man. <laughs> I'm just saying. David Canton with a new membership. Thank you, David. Marquise with the $2 Super Chat. Cheers to you, J.D. and Jesse, and to the OTS family. Portillo with a three-month membership. I have two front-row tickets to the live Rampage this Friday. Do you guys think Rampage will be good show this week, or should I sell? You give them to Jesse. Sell them to Jesse. Oh, no, don't sell. Don't sell. You got front-row tickets to a, a Chicago Bro, Portillo. show, man. Yes. Go to, go to the show and bring an OTS, fan, OTS sign. Yeah, man. Uh, Dom Wapo with a 199 Super Chat. Just saying, I want to see more Swerve and Lee. All right, so they're not, you know, I mean, they're being used fine. Bro, be happy you're seeing them. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> uh, Billy Sazane. Sazane, I can't, I can't get you announced right. I'm just going to say Billy. Sazane with a two-month membership. JD, who's the Joker this week? I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's Jesse. Chelsea, I'm not going to go see Joker 2 when it comes out in the theaters. I was actually a little bit disappointed in Joker 1. Just a little bit. I mean, it was a good movie. I just thought it was very just downtrodden, I guess. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's very 
the mood was very low and solemn in in Joker one. I'll see it when it comes to stream, but I'm not gonna go see it at the theater. No. Spice Benz reacts with the 199. What's up with the JDBC Jesse collab for real though? Um, I, I, it ain't it ain't gonna happen, bro. No. I, I mean, I'll go out. I'll go out and, and drink beers with BC, which I should be doing because he's a great fucking guy to hang out with and drink beers with and bullshit with. But if he wants me on the show, I'll be on the show. If he wants to be over here, I'll fucking gladly have him. Maybe one of these days you'll see it happen. I just got to find the right outlet to do it. And we got to fix his microphone. BC, you got to fix your microphone, bro. You got to sound like me. I think the, uh, maybe it's just the power of your voice, bro, but you, you got to turn down the uh, the gain on that microphone, man. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I'm getting out of here. I want to do some Vanguard strikes, bro. I need to do that fucking raid, man. You got to do the raid. You got to yeah, do the raid, do you said. Yes. Yeah, I can do the raid. I, I got to find time to do it, man. It takes a long fucking time. To bro, the raid is no joke, man. God. The mechanics are, uh, are How much did they funky. change? They're, they're, they're a little funky. They changed a lot of them? No, it's the same, it's the same mechanics. Same Exact same mechanics as the first everything's one? Everything's the same. Oh, that should be good the then. That should be good then. Yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, we appreciate you hanging out, man. Great discussion tonight. We had laughs. We had a fun time. Fuck Ryan Satin. Baron Corbin hit me up, bro. Nate. Hold on. Nate hold on. Knight. Nate, the head of Talent TV, says, my cat can make better tacos than Jesse. Really? Nate, your cat's a pussy. Yes. Ha, take that, Sidro. Yes, your cat is a pussy. Yes. Take that, Sidro. Anyway, guys, uh, listen, I appreciate you guys very much. Um, uh, You're going to see a couple extras over the next couple of days, guys. There's not going to be a full-fledged podcast this weekend because it's just too busy, man. We got Clash of the Castle on Saturday. After the Clash, I'm going live. Then we got to get ready for All Out. It's going to be an all-day affair with NXT and All Out, man. Um, You know, Tony Khan's putting zero hour on uh, during... Worlds collide, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's purposely done, right? My tacos don't fucking suck. Jesus, fuck. Oh, I'm getting out of here. Guys, I need two things. Number one, I need those guitar emojis in the chat. Number two, I need that music when it comes on. You know when it happens. I need that music on Max. Guys, I will see you tomorrow with us uh, with some extra, and I'll see you live on Friday for SmackDown. Until then, guys, have a great night, and I'll see you later. Extra tomorrow, SmackDown Friday. I'll see you guys tomorrow.